Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 70. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And we've got the legendary Burt Camera with us. Mm, hello, everybody. And we've got Cholo. Heyo. Heyo. What have you Chola guys been up in. to? Chola uh, comes in. Heyo. Hey. Like Hey-o. howdy, howdy ho neighbor. Popping over the fence. What's up? <laughs> oh man, what have you guys been up to? Working. Working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You doing any flying? Yeah. yeah. I heard oh, it snowed there the other day. It's like hot as balls here, and it snowed oh. there. Yeah, dude. I flew, let's say this morning I flew, no, yeah, uh, was this, yeah, this morning I flew, it was 40 degrees. I was Ooh. like, mm. ugh. Holy so, crap. Yeah. Take it easy, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I need more snow. Not. Mm. Keep, keep it up there. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, yeah, Ray. Hot as balls. Hot as balls in your neck of the woods is like winter for us, dude. I was going to say, was, I was freezing <laughs> yeah. up there. I was like, oh, it's 65. I was like, yeah. I need a sweater. Cholo's like, go to Ohio Throwdown? Nah. Mm-mm. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ray, Ray Leopard needs to send you some of those like auto skids so you can land your shit up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, boots mm. with the fur, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah it it sucks but it's it's turning it's turning little by little well all right you guys want to get right into it oh yeah let's do it yeah all right first we'd like to thank everyone for downloading streaming and listen to our podcast we certainly do appreciate each and every one of you gooch what you got buddy my turn huh that's it I don't know. Do I even have like three bullets, two bullets? I did some things. Let's go through. No. So (laughs) I've been flying, like I said, uh, any day that's above 50 with the occasional 40 degree weather. Uh, Let's see. I've been putting as many flights as possible on the Puma. And we started planning the other day a little bit of a rodeo trip, huh? Hmm. Yeah. We we got the, the housing situated and uh we're kind of i think we're waiting a little bit on the plane tickets but wait yeah. wait 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 you have the housing situated oh, what is that yeah. well you know we we're trying to you know have a pool and have enough beds for everyone to well thank you for the invite fuckers no, i was gonna mm. say is it not yeah. did it come down to florida because i didn't get that invite either I'm not trying to mooch. I'm, I'll chip it. Chip, chip in. Cheap, cheap, cheap in. You done, in. you done fucked up, Gooch. <laughs> well, that was why we were trying to get you to go, Bird, but we kept hearing all these excuses. It's, you yeah. know, it's too too high up. And, you know, I'm afraid, Arizona. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, I'm afraid of heights. Oh, the, flight, the flight, the flight, the flight. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so you're gonna take the train and meet us there? Oh my god! <laughs> I'll drive. See you next year. <laughs> you, the last time you went, did you drive or did you fly? No, no, no. I flew. I flew. I got over my fear of heights, and I and I got on a commercial jetliner and I flew. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, if you and Susie or you want to go to, with us, you know very well that I think it would be a good time. I mean, Cholo, you, you, you had Cholo, a blast. You can but, sleep with me, buddy. You can be the yeah. little. You can be the little spoon. <laughs> I, I mean, if, I'm comfortable with that already. That's what I learned this weekend. <laughs> oh boy, I don't want to know the details. Uh, All right, keep going, Gooch. Keep going, Gooch. Keep let's going. see. And we did a little bit of spring fling this past weekend, but we'll talk more about that later on. And last but not least, I finished the playset for the kiddos. That's all I got. Oh. Yeah. All right. They could slide themselves right into the gravel pit at the bottom. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's a short short week, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Because there will be a lot to talk about sprinkling. Gosh, Mm. do we have a lot. So. All right. Yep. Bert, you're next. What you been doing, buddy? So since uh, it's my first time on the show in ages or maybe forever, I don't remember. I'm not going to talk about my week. I'm going to talk about my month. About that, okay. But it won't be. It won't be very long. So, okay. it's been interesting the month of April. So, like a few highlights. So, one of the one of the biggest highlights, uh, honestly, for me this month was when you guys all came. Um, uh, you, Kevin, and and and, uh, and your wife, mm-hmm. and and uh, Chris and Manny with his girlfriend, wife, same uh... thing. Yeah. And uh yeah, yeah. And uh and who else came? Um Kyle. Who am I missing? Olivia. Yep. Kyle, well, Kyle was here, of course, with Olivia. And yep. I don't count him because he, he lives here. But yeah, <laughs> right. Kyle and Olivia and uh and and, and Susie. Susie and I. And yep. then mm-hmm. we went out to dinner. Yeah, that was good. You guys came over, hung out at the shop for a little bit, then we came to the house, had one drink. One. And then uh one. And then went and had dinner. That was a great time. That was a it great was, time. The best it was. Huh? The food yeah, was good. I mean, you steered us wrong. You made us order the wrong thing, but it was still good. What do you mean? You ordered the right one. No, you were like, no, this isn't it. Yeah, so this is the wrong one. We needed to order the other one. And we're like, we ordered what you got. I mean, me and and Cholo, we just followed you right off the cliff with the braised beef. But they they were pretty good. It was good. They they were were pretty, pretty close to the right one. I think that the difference is like negligible. Like they were both good. Like, Like that place is solid. It's like, they call it New American Cuisine or something. I don't know what that mm. means, but it's kind of a mixture of like Cuban and American and like and Mexican. Like it's got a little bit of everything all like fused together. It's really, it was really good. It was so, really good. Yeah, my toilet thanked me the next day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, of course Spring Fling, which as Gucci said, we're gonna get into that later. Um, other than that. Uh, this has been kind of a, a really busy week. Um, you know, Monday was an absolutely crazy day. Kyle, Susie, and I were shipping orders uh, literally all day um, because we just got the Pumas while we were yes. um, out to the Spring Fling and also got the new 580 in red, which is basically a, a crack in 580 with the, is it red or orange? I don't know what you call it. I don't know what yeah. SAD calls it. it. It's kind of a reddish, orangish, I don't know. It's red. Yeah, it's not quite the crack and orange, just so people know. Yeah, it's 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 red, but it's kind of a bright red. So um but so we got those. We got the pumas. There were lots of kits to ship to uh to the dealers, you know, I mean hobbies and uh um you know uh only fine helis and all those guys, heli direct. So we had to take care of that. And then that was a busy, heavy 
12, 13 hour day. And then Tuesday was kind of the same because we got a shipment of Xnova motors. So we had to get out the door. There were people that had ordered the Puma with a motor and our motor order was delayed. So um, we had to do all that Tuesday and that was a very long day. And then by Wednesday, we were a little bit caught up and, uh, and uh, Chris drove all the way up here from West Coast, his usual two hour drive, which by the way, Chris doesn't mind driving two hours just to hang for 20 minutes, but he, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but dude, dude but said he, West Coast. <laughs> we, well, West, well, we, well, we call it, similar. Yeah, yeah. We call it, we call it West Coast, yeah. like Florida's West Coast. We That's stay funny. here all the time. We That's stay funny. here all the time, but yeah, I can see why it sounds funny. But um, <laughs> he drove here and, uh, and Manny came and we went and did sushi for lunch. So that oh. was pretty cool. And uh, who paid? Chris picked up his. Uh, Chris did. Chris did. Yeah. yeah. Poor Manny. That was, yeah. Chris after up after Manny, Manny cut a hole in his bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Manny, Manny was not. Uh, Manny was not very happy about the payment. No. No. Mm. No. So. Mm. Uh, so. So. If anybody's listening, if you ever go out to dinner with Manny, just pay. Just. Just pick up his check. Yeah. So, he, so you can see the look in his face. Yeah. His he, he loves it. He loves it. it. Yeah. It's worth whatever the amount of money he consumes in food. Yes. Yeah. No question. Definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so that was that was pretty cool yesterday, and uh, that's that's about like you know I've been flying more now. I've uh, been getting back into it pretty heavily. I'm really enjoying the Puma a lot. Uh, I, I like the fact that it flies longer. It, it I get more flight time with the bigger packs than I get with any other 700 i've ever had literally so um so that's fun you know especially when you don't want to like throw down and go crazy and show off and you just want to like kind of go back to the basics and just do like stuff that i haven't done in years like Mm -hmm. you know i was flying at the field like the weekend before last the weekend before the the spring fling and i was i was i was like you know how long has it been since i haven't done like a good old like rolling circle i don't know like eight years or nine years. Oh wow! So I was just having fun doing rolling circles and just stuff that I haven't done, and they were sloppy at best. But you know, I'm getting like six and a half minutes with five thousand milliamp packs, um, which makes it a little bit on the heavy side. But you know, right at two thousand head speed, you know, not really pushing and 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 trying to do anything wild. Just rolling circles, loop pirouetting stuff, like just smooth flying with not a lot of like pounding collective sort of thing i get like six minutes so it's pretty good so i'm 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 really liking it so yeah so yeah it's been quite an interesting month to say the least a lot of highlights for for april so very cool yeah but that's all i have at least for now all right cholo what you got buddy well uh this week i pretty much i drove up to your house before spring fling hung Mm -hmm. out for the day and then drove up spring fling and that was a adventure and a half. And then uh, got back home around one o'clock that Monday, or that yeah, it was Monday morning at one o'clock in the morning. And uh, ended up hanging out, drove back up, went to work the next day, and then went up to BK Hobbies, picked up my Puma, and hung out with them for a little bit. And that's pretty much oh, I built it too today. So built Sweet. it and flew that. You did fly it. Yep, built it and flew awesome. it today. And what did you go with? It was uh, six or seven. Uh, I went 12S. 12S, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Get all the powers I need. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Very cool. Uh, 
But didn't you do a power or at least help out to finish some helis before spring fling, right? Tell us about yes. that. Yeah. With, I, with a midnight hover, too? Just no, to I, got, sure I, got, good? I got turned into Kevin's new mechanic. What? what? <laughs> I love it. And, and then uh, I got yelled at the entire time I was building it. That, so. You know, you need a training. What can I say? That's I feel I felt like I was holding a flashlight for my dad. That's all I gotta feel like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that was a good time. I got that set up, and that was funny. Did a little test hover in the backyard. That was definitely fun. Yeah, they all hid. It's seven hey, yeah, S, and they were hiding. Well, you got a backyard the size of a postage stamp. We're kind of like okay, to go bad. <laughs> you know, it's a small backyard. Like when I'm standing in the doorway, hovering in the backyard. <laughs> it's pretty mm -hmm. small back there. I'm not gonna lie. Is it? Yeah. Is it that small? Is it smaller than the back of my house? Oh, oh yeah. god, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's like the size of your half your shop. I mean. Oh, it's that tiny. Oh, it's so super can, tiny. So you could just hover pretty much, like maybe oh, yeah. do a roll or something, and that's it. Yeah. 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 My last backyard, I could have done stuff, but yeah, this it makes you a better pilot. Yeah. Well. My friends, they or they ran. Full of fear. They yeah. were running. Yep, <laughs> they're like running outside up front, you know, getting in cars. And I was like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" We opened the blinds behind the hurricane windows. We were good. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. All right, that's what else fine. you got? Anything? That, no, that was pretty much it. All right. Well. Uh, so as Cholo mentioned, we finished up the Seven S Puma. And um, thank goodness, I'm not sure that it would have been done had they not stepped in. When I say they, it was Ben as well. And um, I was waiting on your motor to get here. And then I, that's when the cursing began because stupid solder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. Silver solder. They said it was like the, the shit. That's what you're supposed to have. It sucks. I hate silver solder. So. Why, don't you use this? Why don't you use the solderless uh, uh, connectors? For the motor and stuff? Oh, for the motor. You're talking yeah. about the motor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, but I have seen those melt and not do good. So um, I don't know if that's a thing. I have no idea, but I've always saw no, it. No, 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 no. I didn't know you were talking about the motor. My bad. I yeah. thought you were talking about like the good old, like just the battery, like yeah. BSC to battery or battery. Yeah, yeah. I recently jumped on that train because, uh, you know, long story, bad solder again. But uh, so yeah, we finally got that done, which was awesome, and we loaded the truck the next day. Was it the next? Well, it was that afternoon, I guess. Right? No. No. We no, it was the next day. Right? Yeah, because I had to work and. I, you know, yeah. loosely, you know, say work, but, uh, we loaded the truck and we got out of there, went and picked the camper up. And of course, Ben rolled in with us. Uh, he drove, uh, separately, but that was when we were heading up to, uh, to spring fling. So, uh, but as far as this week goes, uh, post spring fling, I actually got out Monday and took the Puma and, uh, my Kraken 700, put in about four flights, three on the Puma, one on the Kraken and, um, just trying to get to know it. And then, of course, I went out again today, and uh, I actually ended up flying it a couple times. Or no, Ben flew it once, I flew it once, and then I flew the Kraken. But, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into this now, but uh, we can talk about things a little later on, too. But I started noticing that 
power system wise from my flying style maybe i need to make some adjustments um so uh we can we can jump into that a little later if you guys want to but uh it's uh 7s may not be my jam <laughs> you can do that or you can do uh another episode about this thing yeah either way yeah yeah yeah, yeah do all the set of different power setups you can run on it yeah that'd be pretty awesome yeah. Yeah, I agree. My feedback is is that um, to make it super brief, I, based on what I've seen this past weekend, the various setups, I feel like 7s, the way it's being used is not efficient. Right. 7s is the worst setup. If you try to use a motor that was designed for 6s, right, and I think that's where the problem comes from. So, and we, you know, we could, like I said, we can dive into that later, but I, yeah, I think you you have to either do six or 12 S. I, I really agree. Do. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that, but, uh, yeah. So it was, uh, but it was still cool because I actually got out twice this week, which usually never happens for me. And, uh, that was pretty cool. So, uh, Ben actually came over tonight and, uh, you know, well, we went to go fly and then he came back with me to the house here and he had his 580 raw kit. And I was like, listen, man, I got nothing going on until, you know, I have to turn the mics on. And, uh, I was like, why don't you go ahead and get busy and start, you know, building this thing. And, um, so he, uh, sat at the table and started building out his 580 raw. And, uh, I'm going to try and work on it a little bit tomorrow during the day. And then we're going to finish it off probably Saturday uh and try and get a, a maiden on it so pretty exciting stuff he's gonna go 7s on that which that i think is suitable for sure on a 600 class uh but um yeah 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 and uh, yeah when you mentioned that because i know gucci is fine his on 7s right right and and on yep. the 580 i on the 580 i think is it's actually a, a good setup yeah um there's reasons as to why i personally believe it's not the best setup on on uh on a 700 but again right. we can get it that later yeah yeah so yeah because yeah. even on my Kraken uh 580s uh i started with 6s but it just was a little too taxing and so when we went to 7s that was the jam like that was the sweet yeah. spot for single pack you know flight uh flights on a 580 without going Agreed. 12s so so yeah, it kind of transposed over to the 580 raw, and I think that it's once again a good mix, and uh, that thing flies good. So I was, you know, I was watching Gooch fly his, and it uh, it looks like a solid machine. So I can't wait to fly Ben's too. So yeah, but that is all I have for this week. So I guess we can jump right into it. Cholo, mm-hmm. what's, what's next, buddy? Right now we got what is hot. <laughs> See, Christy Amante, oh, that's how you do it. Man, that's a good one. I like it. <laughs> that, was just, that was an unexpected one. I didn't even know I was going to have to deliver that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, the fee. best kind. That's the mm-hmm. fee for coming on. <laughs> I got no problem with that. <laughs> All right, Gooch, what you got, buddy? Well, the only thing, we don't have much, but some maybe some speculation you know, mm. topic here. We saw the SAB post from SAB Heli Division. It was yeah. a set of blades, 420 size, S420s, next to a boom. Yeah. What, what is going on? I think they it's got something a, in the oven for Eric. It's what? called a boom, a boom, a boom, a boom, a boom, a boom, a boom. Yeah. 
Uh, it, I mean, you're right, Kevin. I think Eric might get his wish somewhere he, yeah. between the 400 and the 500. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, maybe. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. But it'll be interesting to see. I mean, at the very least, we know that they're going to have some S420 blades available in the near future. So, uh, pretty interesting and a, stuff. And a Booma. And a Booma. And a Booma. Yeah. Boom. What are we, we going to put that on? Just a boom. That's all you get. A boom. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, let's be hope so. yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty cool. Whatever it is, I can tell. Yeah. I well, people know. will buy it. We know this already. I mean, people don't even know exactly what it is and probably like, ah, I need to buy it. We don't even know what it is, but I need to buy it. It's an SAB product. You That's know? how we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you if, if you if you think about it, though, the natural progression of like the model lineup has to eventually become raw, right? Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. Raw, raw. So yeah. <laughs> so I that's all I said. But yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's that's all I had for it. Just one quick thing. One thing. Um, I think the Nimbus is still on hold. <laughs> I haven't. I've seen some team guys get theirs. Right. But that's about it. So. Man, just hang tight. Shipping sucks right now from that side yeah. of the world. So it looked it looked like a lot of I saw a lot of posts this week um, with people like like doing screenshots of like their yep. tracking numbers and such. So ooh, uh, okay, yeah. But I don't. But to be honest with you, I didn't pay attention like exactly if it was team guys or not. But I saw a lot of posts. So I don't know if they're starting to ship or if it's just team guys or what the deal is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I haven't I haven't even really looked to see what's going on with that the whole, you know, quarantine or whatever they're doing in China. Have they lifted that or I don't know. It, you know, it, it it depends it depends on the area cuz um we just brought in like data servos and they had no issue. But mm-hmm. um our last order of uh and but Theta is like on the northwest side of China, like they're west of Beijing, like way up north. But oh. then uh Ex Nova is like um west of uh, Hong Kong, like uh Macau area, and they did have like really strict uh lockdowns all around that area. So our Ex Nova shipment was delayed because of that. So I don't I think it depends on the area of China. So it's really hard to tell what they're doing. So who knows? Yep, interesting times, that's for sure. No doubt. Yep, but that's all I have for What is Hot! All right, well, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Kyle Stacy of BK Hobbies. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out or a seasoned 3D maniac. BK Hobbies has everything you need in stock, ready to ship. We are the global distributor of Switch Blades and BK Servo, as well as the U.S. distributor of SAB Heli Division and Xnova Motors. Additionally, we carry Hobbywing ESCs, and new to the lineup, we are now carrying expert servos to provide options for the demanding pilot. We also carry Mikado Electronics. Head over to www.bkhobbies.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as mentioned before, we have uh, Mr. Burt Camry here, as well as uh, Chris Barnes, Cholo. So uh, we're going to cover our version of Spring Fling. 
So hopefully other people will cover it too, but we're going to give you our spin on it. And uh, let's go ahead and kick it off. Gooch, you want to head it off or you want uh, someone else to start? Well, I think you and Cholo got close together for the whole ride up there and back. So oh, we got close. Oh, oh, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm, tell us about your, you know, you know, driving experience with good old skids. Does he does he drive like he hurricanes fast? No, he drives good. I mean, I would say he sits around like 60 to 65, which I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. That's, that's only which, because he's got a parachute behind him. Because he, <laughs> That's true. Because it, it did, we did take, it did take a while. It felt like we were never going to arrive to sprinkling at one point. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we definitely, we had Ben distracting us, driving by, sounding like Chewbacca <laughs> the entire time. Thumper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give a kid a toy, and there he is. Yeah, yeah. his his Dri- car. It's quite funny. Driving his Subaru by every time sounded like Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well, was- yeah. I mean, we we started out around seventy five miles an hour, and I was like, dude, um, here in about five minutes, we're gonna have to fill up again. And mm-hmm. so we learned real quick that uh, maybe we should slow down just a tat a touch, and. Uh, mm. So, yeah, we were rolling about 60, 65 uh, to do the best we could. It's actually quite funny. Uh, this is on the way back. But um, so Ben fills up the truck. <laughs> and so he's kind of setting the pace in front. And he's doing like all of 60. And I looked over at Chris and I said, I was like, you know what he's doing, right? I said, this is his tank of gas. He's trying yeah. to make it last as long as he can. <laughs> Pinching every penny with his tank of gas. <laughs> so, so Jesus. Like, yeah, so Chris fills it up and he's like, hold on, you're going too fast. That's 62. You need to drop it down some. So Let's bring yeah. it down a little bit. Yeah, they they started how much, taking how much does that thing weigh, Kevin? How um, much does that trailer weigh? Well, unloaded about sixty eight, loaded about eighty eight. And I okay, was yeah, riding so. back with water. So And you got the big and you got the bigger tires on wheels and everything. Yeah. That yeah. does not help on no, your truck. It yeah, sucked yeah. big time. With that Carolina squat. <laughs> Do you miss it, Bert, having to tow that big trailer, you know, camper behind your truck? No, no, I hated it. I just, I, that, I loved having the camper at the event. I mean, that's, that, that's the best way to go to an event. But the whole towing and the preparation and the, the planning, the stops. And I mean, that thing weighed I think that thing dry was 14,000. Right. And uh and it had a hundred and some gallon tank. So just in water it was another eight hundred pounds. And then it had another sixty gallons for the generator, so that was another what, sixty what six six pounds to the gallon of gas weight, I guess. It's another mm-hmm. almost three hundred and eight, three hundred and sixty pounds. So it was like fully loaded it was like sixteen thousand, fifteen, five, sixteen. And uh it is too much. It was too much for like a three day you know, two, three, four day trip. It was more like take it for 10 days. You know what I mean? Right. It, I, I don't miss that. And I was only getting 180, 180 miles, maybe 200 miles to the tank because that truck had the smaller tank, the 22 or 24 gallon tank on that, on that, on that Ford. So, and it was diesel. Yeah. It, yeah diesel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I did the math. If, if, if I would have taken that there, it would have been like, I think over a thousand dollars round trip in diesel. So um, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, 
I miss it and I and I don't. So it's kind of like a love hate type of thing. Yeah. You know? So yeah. here's the thing. Um, I know Grumpy Kevin showed up a couple times when we talked about it, but at the end of the day, I have to say it was totally worth bringing it. Yeah, it costs oh. a lot of money. Um, I don't think it was really any more than getting a hotel for all of us, for the four of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think we would have paid just as much, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I think having the camper there on site was was clutch. It was really nice to have it there just to kind of retreat to for, you know, doing lunch or just to relax for a little bit. And um, I'm a big fan. I like having it there. But um, it wasn't... Uh, it was a long ride. What was it, Chris? About uh, ten hours. Yeah, it was ten hours from your house to there, roughly. Yeah. Normally, it's like a six. Well, by Google Maps or whatever, it's like six, six and a half. So normally, it takes about eight hours, you know, with me and Ben. Um, yeah. But with the camper, of course, that adds quite a bit. So it's. Well, see, I used to do. Uh, Susie and I would go to the Spring Fling, and there was a couple of years when I went with Gator, and because uh, I've been going there since like the very first event I ever did. So I made that trip with a camper time and time again. And I used to leave at two o'clock on Wednesday, two o'clock in the afternoon, drive till like 11 to 12, like practically what? That's like 10 hours of driving Mm -hmm. till like midnight. And then we would stop at like a truck stop, sleep till six or seven in the morning. And we wouldn't get there till 1 p.m. Um, I remember I used to take, 15 hours of like driving time um this time like sunday on the way back it took us exactly 10 hours Mm. with the with the with the car with the suv right so yeah the the driving time is like totally different totally so yeah yeah Yeah. but but i do agree kevin there's it's just it's i don't know when that when you have your home at the field is there's just something so cool about it because you can run away you know, if you need to go crap, you can go crap. If you need to go <laughs> no, take a nap, no, whatever. It, 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 it's just well, uh, yeah. Well, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. He said yeah. no crapping in the camper. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't crap in it either. I know. Well, you have a problem, buddy. I either love crapping on mine. There was no problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just didn't have to go. I was saving up. Saving up the ride home. <laughs> questionable i would say questionable you didn't crap in the camper because there was a few times i'm like i think you might want to go check no but it but it but but honestly (laughs) there's just something really cool about like you know if it's 11 if you if you're tired you didn't sleep but whatever it is you can run away lock the door and take a 30 minute nap you know what i mean like i mean that's just i mean that's you can't there's just no other way that you're going to be more comfortable than having a camper at the event period right. period that's but, true. but it's but it's a pain it travel with it and do all the stuff you got to do and then dump the tanks on the way back and you know, make sure you have water and this and that. i mean it's you know it's a lot of work but uh but <laughs> I, it depends on how you look at it 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 could be very well worth it you know it, it was again it was an experience that i think that's the farthest i've ever traveled with it um, it was not not doable. Uh, I think I'd do it again. I think I would because it was nice to have it on site. I was, you know, in control of my own food because uh, obviously I'm trying to watch what I eat. And uh, 
that kept me from going out to eat with places with people. Um, but until you go to a steakhouse and then all bets are off, but, mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, but, uh, you know, and then it was even, you know, just, I guess I also look at it from the other side of being able to help friends, you know, and, oh, yeah. uh, you know, like Chris, uh, Diamante, you know, his girl, uh, Kim, she, she wanted to go somewhere and relax for a bit. So I was like, yeah, just go do your thing, whatever, who cares? And, you know, Cholo, of course, he climbed up into his bunk, I think, for a little while, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I took a nap. Yeah. And, and the, the other, the better part, too, is that I remember going to early spring flings and, you know, I would wait for Gooch to be done with his whole, like, midnight butterfly shit that he does until 3 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, fuck, bro, I'm freaking tired, bro. And, bro. you know, and fuck. I'm like, damn it, fuck, fuck. come fuck, on, man, it's bro. time to go. So it's nice for him to be able to bounce in and out and do his own thing and, you know, be there on site so he doesn't have to drive anywhere. And, you know, so that was kind of nice, too, to be able to help him. And so, yeah, I sacrifice for you fuckers. That's what is happening here. Mm, I won't say sacrifice. No, <laughs> no I, I appreciate it. It's like uh, owning a, you know, you know, own a, owning a boat. You don't want to own a boat. You just want to know someone that owns a boat. It's the same <laughs> thing. Oh, you know is. someone that owns a boat. Yep, no, you know someone owns a boat and someone that owns a camper, so I'm good. You're right. Yeah. Oh gosh. But but you know, talking about campers, I I like this is this sounds ridiculous, right? Because Susie and I sold a camper, like thinking you know we're done, sold the camper in the truck, and it's like no, it's it's just it 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 was such a pain. Like our roof started leaking, and it it leaked often, literally off and on for like two and a half years. You know, we bought the stupid thing brand new back in like 16, I think it was 17 or whatever. And, uh, and, you know, thank God the insurance company came through and they cover the roof, uh, damage, but you know, that was a $13,000 roof replacement. And then, you know, next thing I know, my batteries are dead and you, you got to get these freaking, you know, uh, deep cycle Marine style batteries. They're mm. like, whatever, $300 a piece. That's another 600 bucks. Then the awning takes a crap and that's another twelve hundred dollars like it was like okay like enough like this is not worth the expense and and the aggravation and everything that goes on before leaving and everything that goes on after we arrive back home you know get the fridge going and susie would want to load the fridge and then of course we have a camper we're gonna take the damn dog with us too so we got to bring the dog and she just walked in she's giving me the finger because she can hear me but you know (laughs) you know the dog you know, the dog and then the dog crate and the dog food and the dog balls and the dog leash and the dog, the dog, the dog, and then the food. And then, oh, are you going to want this? And then, uh, yeah, it, like the whole, it, it, it was like a very well-coordinated orchestra, like leaving and then arriving. And it was like, no, we're done. Now, right. after we made this trip, we're like, ah, maybe we should, <laughs> 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 maybe we should just uh, go look at a uh, smaller one or something, you know? Yeah. So, oh God, yeah. it's a. It's a love hate, man. It's like it's it's really a love hate. But uh, I've, I've we had, probably yeah, I've mm. had really good luck with mine. I'm not gonna you know I knock on wood, and I probably should never have just said that. But it's been pretty decent. You, you jinxed yourself, my friend. I probably did. Yeah. But but know. we we might get like one of those tiny little ones that not like the actually the one where you can walk in and stand up and have like a regular bathroom and a little kitchen and such, but like the smallest possible size. I think you can get them, uh, the ones that weigh under 3,000 pounds dry. Mm-hmm. So you can tow them with like an SUV or like 
some like house truck, like a Tacoma or something like that. And, uh, and just enough for me and her, you know what I mean? And just, yeah. just stay at the field. And it just gives you the, I don't know, it, give, it just gives you a lot of convenience, but I don't know. Yeah. We're, look we're into, um, look into the R pods, right, Gooch? That's, and this is ironic because last night we're sitting on the couch and we actually were looking at our pods. Yeah. There's like yeah. two or three models that are pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're not like, they're nothing as comfortable as yours or even remotely to what we had, but you know, just for two, three nights, you know, yeah. just to get away. Yeah. 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 That would, that would work out. I'm, I'm looking from the point is like AC and a shower. Right. You know, like if, yeah. if you could, if you have those, cause you know, I, I could sleep in the back of the, Flex, you know, it's a station one. Like I could, I could do that, but it doesn't solve my issue of AC. I don't want to asphyxiate myself in a car with CO two, or you know, what do I yeah. do for a shower? Because I want. I to- want- Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, uh, sorry. I, I, yes, AC shower, and for me, I need a bed, even if it's a small bed. I don't <laughs> right. care because I, because I want the AC, and like you said, I want to go and take a shower. And like feel really nice and clean and then lay in bed and get my nice sleep and then get up in the morning. And I don't need to be there. Like I don't, I don't need to hang in there. Like it's just, it's just to retire for the day or to take a break during the day. That's it. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. You know what's cool about the art pots? They don't have that membrane thing. Some of them, the small model is all fiberglass roof. So you don't have to worry about doing the annual maintenance on the roof. And like, if you run into a tree or a tree branch or any of that nonsense, I like that. That's kind of cool. Nice. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm, I didn't even pick up on that. That's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. Having that hard shell roof. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. But, They're nice. They, you know, yeah. If you're in yeah. a situation like Gooch where you're limited on towing capacity, like they're definitely a, a really strong option for sure. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's our situation now too, because we only have an SUV. We sold the truck, so and you know, um, it would have to be. And you know, also there's something cool about like you know, you're driving down the road and you're like, oh, you know what? We're hungry and like we're coming back from an event and it's like seven o'clock in the evening and we're really starving and we feel like not just eating some junk food. We wanna we wanna stop at whatever, like an Outback or Ruby Tuesday, whatever, where you sit down and eat and take a break. Like you can't do that with a big camper, yeah. But you probably could do it with an R-Pod. You know, you might oh, yeah. take up a few parking spots, but you could, you know. So yeah, yep, I agree. So we'll see. Anyway, cool. yeah, yeah. So yeah, where do we leave off? So we, you know, camper. That's what I I did. We drove for ten hours, and me and Cholo got a lot closer. We learned a lot about each other. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like a match made in heavens. I think. I hope. But it turned it turned into that. <laughs> <laughs> did we just well, become best friends? Did we just yeah. become Yes, we did. We did. It's like it's like when I showed up at eight o'clock in the morning, you everybody was asleep. I'm like, gosh, these guys. Yeah. You know, they get all cozy in the camper. Yeah. I was pissed. You know? I was like, who the <laughs> hell's that knocking on the freaking door? Yeah, all I did was Ben said he saw my hand come out from behind the bed in the bunk and unlock it and lay back down. <laughs> that was sad. So yeah, for me, what I left at one thirty in the morning and uh, made it in, you know, right at eight o'clock or a little bit after with all the stops. For me, it was about a six-hour drive. But man, 
you know, it's I didn't have to worry about towing anything because good old skids had the camper there. Yeah. But I got there at eight in the morning and did not lay back down until the next morning at like two or three. I don't remember. All I know is it was kind of nice to just be able to put my stuff in the camper and then hit the flying field. So that was not too bad of a drive for me just because I'm off. You know, I'm not going on 95 because that's always a mess. Hmm. I got into like a little, you know, it was, uh, I always hit traffic right outside DC. It's a mess, but easy peasy got there on Friday morning for the first time. Cause I think the last, but the mow down and spring fling, the previous year, I would get there Saturday morning at like 3 a.m., sleep for like two hours, and then do the whole Saturday and leave on Sunday. This time around, I had a full Friday experience, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yep, yep, yep. But it was cool because like this time around, man, we we had a ton of people there from the team, from I think, what, the count ended up being 150 people, Kevin? I think that's what, bucks. well, yeah, I, I yeah. heard, I think Joe said that it was like 150 people registered. Mm-hmm. It feels like there and might it, have been more, but registered was 150. Was, that was the, that was the formal count. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We still have those shady people, but. Uh. <laughs> you have I no idea how many of those we had back in the Orlando helicopter blowout days or even the winter bash. You have no idea. Really? Oh my God! Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't get it. I don't understand that. You know, like for what thirty, forty dollars? It's like, forty dollars. Yeah, you yeah. have like two grand in your helicopter, but you're you're squabbling over forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have like in at the blowout, we had historically between ten and twenty percent of total attend uh, registered pilots that were non-registered. In other words, like at our peak year, I think we had three hundred and twenty total pilots and we had over 40 people that were flying non-registered yeah wow that, that breaks my heart but there's you know unless you sit there and you go person to person when they're the flight line flying you know and then it just creates a mess yeah you can't it, it's very hard to police I agree. yeah and i think joe like joe put it best is like you know all the volunteers in Fredericksburg, they were doing food or doing other things, you know. So, sucks that some people still do that. So, yeah. don't be that guy or girl, I guess. Yeah. Well, but as far as teams go, BK flight team was pretty thick. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. We had all the East Coast folks, right? And more or less. Yeah. I think we were missing what two, maybe, yeah. from Chan- the East Coast. Chance and Jason. <laughs> yeah, those are yeah. the only two people we missed. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool. And Jamie, Jamie was missing. Jamie too. Burkholder, yeah. yeah, he had to work. Uh huh. And so. Zach probably was in the same boat too. <laughs> Zach is double deep in babies, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that that dude, he is uh-huh. putting off the radar. Uh huh. So you know, we might so. see him when they're ten. But yeah, like I mean, there was other teams too, like but, only fine helis, right? Heli direct, Amen yep. were there, but mm-hmm. I think. Team-wise, I think we had the most, I would say. But you know what? Like, And I'm not saying this because like, I own the company or whatever. Because like, you guys know me. I don't, it's not about that. I didn't see the unity like with any other team that I saw with our team. Like, I, I, was, I was very proud of all you fuckers. Like, it was, 
It was awesome. It was really awesome. Like everybody on our team gets along really, really well. And like, listen, I've been in this freaking hobby since like 1983, like maybe not in helis exclusively, but overall in the hobby. And I've been a part of a lot of teams. I've always seen like this. Every team has their little twerks for like, there's this animosity and we kind of have a little bit of that here and there, but it's not, it's not anywhere near like what I've seen in any other team. Like the, the, the team unity that we have at BK Hobbies is like incredible. Incredible. I agree. So, oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then we so, had Manny, right? That guy. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, you want to talk? Let's talk about Manny. How about that? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's talk about Manny. Manny. Who wants to start? I think, I think we have to dedicate. A few minutes to Manny. Yeah, yes. for sure. Fuck, bro. Fuck, bro. Fuck, bro. bro. Fuck. I, I mean, the guy, <laughs> the guy jumped out of an airplane, for God's sake. He skydived in. Three times. Yeah. Three times. I'm like, I, I see him one day, like, having a beer, and I'm like, Manny, you're going to jump for real? Ah, fuck, man. I'm only having one beer. <laughs> By the time I jump, it's five hours later. No problem. And then next thing I know, he's coming doing this freaking crazy, like, uh, like whatever you call Death this spiral. shit, I don't. Death yeah, spiral. whatever. Person like, the, what? <laughs> yeah, the the one he the one he did. I think it was Friday. Was like wild. He was like really low to the ground when he pulled out. You remember that? Did you see that one? No, I yeah. think it was. No, I think it was Thursday. It was, it was Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like crazy, dude, man. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. The, so that was really cool. It and, was. Um, yeah. And of course, Casey Campbell for having having the balls to take the door out of his plane to see. I mean, Casey was like, "Dude, this is the weirdest thing in the world." Like, you know, I've flown a lot, but I've never really taken somebody that jumps off of my plane. That's like really creepy to see him like jump off. And I'm like, "Is he gonna make it? Is he not gonna make it?" Yeah, it was. It was Manny's quite the character, man. Quite the character. Well, Casey was saying that he's like he's so nonchalant about it. He just kind of looks out. You know, gives him a thumbs up and then just jumps out. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, that would be go. so stressful. Yep. But I mean, he did. yeah. I think. Go ahead. He said he had ni- he said he had nineteen thousand jumps, yep. dude. Jesus. Yeah, wow. I asked him. He said, "What? Well, he's been doing it for twenty one years." I'm like, yeah. I I can't believe it. But then he did the whole jump on for the team picture. How about that? Where we lined up and created the gap. And Looked good. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. So, was... so, uh, so Kyle told me like three or four days before we left to go there. He's like, did you talk to Manny? I'm like, well, I talk to him often. Why? He's like, did he tell you what he wants to do? Like for the, for the team picture? And I'm like, no, he's like, well, he has this idea where like all the team guys are like standing there. And then there's like a, I don't know, a 10 foot, you know, like there's a gap in the middle, you know, so if we have like 12 people, we'll put six, a 10 foot gap and another six. And he's going to shoot the gap, you know, as he's landing with a parachute. And then he wants somebody to do video and somebody do a picture and snap the picture right as he's coming in. And, and Kyle's laughing. And like, I look at Kyle and I'm like, well, that's freaking stupid that's not gonna work and it, and, and it worked and it actually and it actually worked yeah it he worked. he was a little mad though because he was like man because i wish that gap would have been smaller he's like i could have totally like gotten that gap half the size and i'm like bro oh. you don't understand like i was feeling bad for ron chorus because i'm like he's on the end 
if things go bad, man has a bad back. Like, he's as good as done. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're all standing there, and we hear that wind noise just coming in behind yeah. us, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Dude, Ron, the whole time I was next to Ron, and the whole time when we started hearing that, you could see him, like, he wanted to run. Like, he's like, he's coming. He's yeah. coming. I'm like, Ron, it'll be fine. Just don't move. Like, yeah. that, this is where you do not move. <laughs> he was like, Dude, yeah. and, 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 and Susie, was, Susie was next to me, like, on the other side. So it was, like, right. Susie on one side and Ron on the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but oh my gosh. It, like Manny wanted, Manny wanted like originally. I think he told me like right, the, like right as he was leaving with Casey, he's like, no, 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 <sighs> fuck, bro, no, no, uh, uh, you know, like, and then he would point and he would like he was standing. He's like, move a point. Like he would give me, like he showed me. He wanted like five or six feet, dude. And I was mm. like, no way, no way. I, I can't do it. I just don't. I don't. I mean, I trust him. I know he's really good, but right. you know, there's a lot of—I don't know—the wind. I mean, there's so many different variables, right? I'm like, no, no, no. We'll give him a little more room, but he probably would have nailed it anyway. So yeah, but best team picture ever. It was still cool, man. It really was. Yeah, yeah. no, it was that was fun. And uh, yeah, so who was taking the video? It was uh, Bill Ann, and then I think Mike Lawrence had a drone up in the air, and yep. then there was Todd. Um, um, Candy. candy yeah yeah yep. wasn't she doing and, uh, stuff too yeah 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 candy dudex she grabbed my phone and she was doing um a video of it and then bill ann was doing pictures and i still don't have them from him but like bill's a busy guy so i'm sure we'll get sure. some cool shots from him too so yeah and then uh and then michael lawrence was doing the drone as well so yeah, yeah. yeah. so we had a lot of different angles yeah it was, it was pretty cool. cool yeah it was very cool Manny. So next time you guys go to dinner, if you invite Manny, just buy dinner. Just buy his dinner. <laughs> right. Yeah. He deserves just, it. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah. He loves buy his, his favorite thing. He loves the he, attention. His, he loves it. Yeah. He he's definitely gonna appreciate it very much <laughs> when you buy his dinner. He's gonna be very happy. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be really funny if people start sending him TV dinners at home? Like, oh, dude, God. we heard that you love dinner. Like here's a TV dinner, like send, straight home. Send Manny like send Manny like a, a gift certificate to like a restaurant, like Chili's, even like for ten bucks or whatever, because he he would appreciate that a lot. He loves it when people buy him dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna hate us for this. <laughs> he will. Nah, he'll laugh. He say, Ah, fuck. Ah, bro. Ah. ah. You know what? First, why would you tell do? people that? He's gonna. <laughs> fuck, he's bro. gonna He's gonna wrap rack up like the oh man I owe like Kevin ten dinners, Chris mm -hmm. four dinners, Bert fuck like a hundred yeah. dinners. You know? He's he's gonna have it all exactly figured out in his head, and he's gonna be thinking about it while he's working out the tail wag on his raw seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, joking aside, I mean Manny, we love you, dude. That's why we're giving you shit because you're like one of the most amazing dudes in the hobby. So. Keep it up, and Thanks. you know Manny's the kind of guy that does anything and everything for anybody. He would spend an hour with you trying to help you with your setup if you if you needed to help. Like, so he's one of those guys that are like one in a million that we see come, uh, you know, involved in the hobby. So we hope that he he stays in the hobby with us for for a long time. So definitely, yep. Give his shirt definitely. off his back. Oh yeah, so, yep. Ooh, let's talk some flying, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Flying? All right. Well, what you got? You you 
kind of went back. You went retro a little bit, didn't you? I did. I did. Well, first things first, I want to say that, um, you know, I remember a long time ago, once upon a time, when Todd would run from me when I would try to give him a hug. <laughs> he Jesus. doesn't He doesn't run anymore. Like, he doesn't even try. He doesn't even put up a fight, nothing. So, oh, Lord. Yeah. So we're so, there. Me and Todd are finally there. Oh, uh, you sure he didn't go and freaking sanitize himself? At the <laughs> well, he, just, he just gave up. <laughs> he probably did that, but the fact that he didn't run was pretty huge. So, <laughs> yeah, one time huge. he tried to run from me and he about put himself over one of those flight stations and, like, I mean, head over heels kind of thing. You know, yeah. Um, Todd was worried about the stickers I put on the Myro Nitro. Yeah, he thought he thought I did it to the Puma, and he was shaking. Like, well, he wasn't shaking. But he was like, "Well, I don't know if that's allowed." I'm like, "Todd, like, how long have you been knowing me now?" Like, he, you know, he just he likes to figure stuff out and, and get you spun right. up on stuff. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Does. Todd, Todd is like super huge instigator. Top. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but he Learn does that. it in a way. He does it in a way where you don't really like, unless you know him that well. Like you right. know, he still tricks me. I've known Todd for I don't know twenty years, and he still tricks me because he'll make a comment, and I'm like, okay, is he being sitting? Nah, he's just being taught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true, so true. Mm. Yeah, we'll have like sim nights sometimes where he's been on, and he'll ask questions. I'm like, this dude's trying to set me up right now. <laughs> it is a setup. That. He's yeah. probably recording he could, it. He could shake hands with Kyle Stacy's father, him and Ray. Same same deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ready to set you up at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so I I flew his Drake, his Drake seven hundred. And he was like, You know this is low head speed, right? I was like, We'll see. And oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, well, what's bank one? He's like, I don't know, 1600. And I was like, well, what's bank three? And he's like, I don't know. Because he'd never fly. You know, I think he knows, but, you know, he was being funny. And, um, but yeah, it was fun to, to fly. You know what I miss about those compared to the new stuff is the, the tail on those sports series, like, they just freaking scream. They whine big time, right? Like doing funnels. And I, I miss that. I would love to. I don't. I don't want to say I'd love to have my own again because then getting parts would suck. But, um, but it was fun. I have. To, one, I, have I have one that you could have. I. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> bro, fuck. I'd have to pay you, bro. I can't take it. No. But you know what? I. I. I still to this day, you know. Um. I. I still to this day think that's that was one of. I couldn't say that one of the better or the best goblins ever made, but the the simplicity mm-hmm. of that helicopter um the minimalistic nature of you know the 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 the, the kit itself and and the low parts count and how simple it was to fix and, and and repair after a crash and build and everything like i not to say that the new stuff is is over engineered by any means but it is a little bit more complex right these things were really really simple like Mm-hmm. Two side frames, like a main plate, and then that's it. Like, and and the side frames weren't doing anything other than holding, holding the battery and the landing, uh, and and just the right. landing gear. Like, like yeah, it it was a, a very simple, or is a very simple design. And you know, the parts are still fully supported. I don't think I, I have absolutely 
100% certainty that SAB is not going to not going to pull parts support. You know, they're okay. not going to discontinue the parts. So obviously the models are not available for purchase, but the right. parts are here to stay for a long time. So, right. yeah, it was a very forgiving model. It, um, I, that's the only way I can really describe it is like, I mean, it was strong and it was nasty, but it, it had this forgiving nature to it, you know, where it wasn't, it didn't ever feel like it was going to bite your face off. Like some of the newer stuff does, you know, yeah. I mean, some yeah. of the Kraken's like, they feel pretty darn angry. And, um, but yeah, there was something about that one that just flew really good. I think it was popular among a lot of people around here for sure. But, um, yeah, but yeah. it was yeah, fun. Sure. It was cool. He had those, um, Oh, help me, Gooch. The the T line blades, whatever they were, the um, the TBS or yeah, uh, they had the the, the diamond pattern on them. Mm. Oh, the big the big carbon patches, not the small carbon. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. But um, but yeah. So he I, must yeah. he must have like a thousand of those sets of blades. Oh, I've seen sure. him fly those forever. I think those are the old TBs, right? Just the, yeah. the regular TB blades. Yeah. 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 But um, so I could definitely feel some characteristics with that flying it. Um, obviously, I I prefer switch and uh, you know, but but yeah, it was uh, it was fun to fly it. It really was. It was a good time. Didn't he run the uh, Goblin Speed head on it or something like that? that was he had the Comet different? head on it. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, that was that was neat. I mean, I've he's flown that like that's his used to be his go to. You know, because I've known Todd down for since 2016 or so, mm-hmm. and he always, always does. You know, he flies that heli and low head speed with the pirouettes and close to the ground, and right. You know, like you can see, like he, he does these like huge, like autos. <laughs> it, something huge, disconnected. Huge, 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 huge. <laughs> Yeah, Todd is, Todd is a great pilot, man. Todd is. has been flying for so long, and uh, and you know, I I actually I admire the fact that he's been in this in this hobby for so long, and yet he still to this day loves to go out there and fly. Like yep. he can fly, fly, fly here, you know, during the event, and it's just like you know that's really cool. Like you, like because that you know, I'm sure. I mean. I know a lot of people, like including myself, like I've been through periods where like I really don't even care to go fly because I've been doing this for so long. There's times when you're like, nah, just not into it. You know what I mean? But Todd is always in it, like no matter what. It's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, last year we used to do or like we did it a couple of times where on we would take off from work on Friday and we would go there, just me and him. And gosh, he would just put flight after flight like he would not stop. Like he's got it down time to like he's got enough batteries. He knows his charger could charge this fast. He's always just cycling to battery. Is that when he was wearing that big like mask during COVID, or like he looked <laughs> like a freaking he looked like a Martian, like a freaking <laughs> astronaut, yeah. like like a extraterrestrial or something? Yeah, yeah. Was he really yeah. wearing that thing? He 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 does. He was wearing masks for doing COVID. I mean, he does some <laughs> making circles. Don't enter my area. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. He somebody, one of the girls. I don't know if it was Brittany or 
Dana or somebody sent me a picture of him like standing in this like big circle that was like yep. painted uh, like in the on the grass and it was like yeah like this is Todd's area I'm like are you serious like Todd is the funniest <laughs> guy he's so freak such a germaphobe like mm-hmm. it's not even funny yeah yeah but he's the one thing though I will say this like you said he's been flying for so long that usually like if you're having issues even if it's a first of a, of its kind he could give you some ideas like hey try this try that like he's got so much knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's crazy so it's good to have him that's awesome he flew his drake yeah i never got fun. to fly any of his hillies ever really mm-hmm. he likes me better than you yeah i mean i got him to <laughs> tandem with me with a 580 nitro so that was that was my that's pretty you know, epic yeah yeah you know because usually he just let him do his thing <laughs> yeah he doesn't he, like to fly anybody's hellies at all he doesn't like that no mm-hmm. right yeah so yeah Ooh, let's let's move around what an epic well, flight so yeah what other uh during the day anyway we'll get to the night stuff but uh mm-hmm. during the day uh i know nick maxwell put on a pretty amazing flight yep um, um the yeah. gasser the gasser flight oh oh from kyle Mm. Oh, well, we had a few gasser. I mean, there, were, there seemed to be quite a, little, a few gassers at the field. I actually missed Kyle flying the gasser, but no, that's pretty the, good. I did see was, the the video. Yeah. What happened to Kyle's gasser? I what? One uh, screw a day, apparently. Yeah. Maybe. No I don't know. Two years. Yeah. Might <laughs> be another two years. Twenty twenty four. He said no. it'll be done. Yep. God, <laughs> I, I think he says something that when they figure out what happened with COVID, then that's when he'll finish the gasser. I think he's still breaking the engine in. It's like running right now in his garage while he's gone. <laughs> Jesus, he, he no? left. He left it. He left it with Olivia so she can mow the grass. Right. Jesus. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. that thing was pulling hard. Like I, I. You know, I'm I'm questioning. Like, I think it seemed like it even has a little bit more power than nitro. It's but, strong, yeah. Yep. And then we had the other epic flight. Devin flew mm. blades off a of logo or yeah. whatever heli that was. Yeah, he that blew, was a gasser. He blew that thing up. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was. Dude, stuff went everywhere. Yeah, like it's like confetti. I, who was that? I think Cliff ran away. That's not surprising. <laughs> so that was interesting uh mitch morose's you know mm. epic flights Golly, Gosh. that dude he, you know between between him kyle and nick i don't, I don't know, man. look man he, you know and i'm glad kyle's not here but kyle can throw the fuck down all right let's be perfectly honest and he does it fast he does it hard like it's low but man Mar- mitch is just it's just angry and it's like yeah. I mean it's to the point where I'm like whoa do I need to run like you know what I mean like I'm kind of like ready to go but mm-hmm. it's just so angry yeah. Mitch, Mitch is the definition of like I have a lot of skills and I don't give a shit because <laughs> he doesn't practice like he doesn't sim or anything no, he, like he just... he's, he's busy as hell man he's got this you know he's a cop he's full time job he's really busy he doesn't really fly much, but he he still likes it and he's into it, and he doesn't give a shit. Like, okay, whatever. If it crashes, no big deal, you know. Yeah. So, 
That's kind of cool. Yeah, they all have stylistically they're different. You know, I mean, um, like even yeah. with like compared to Nick, you know, uh, he's obviously he does a lot of big air stuff that um, you know Kyle doesn't necessarily do, but Kyle has a, a level of precision that you know really rings through. You know, mm-hmm. so mm. um, yeah, crazy flights. It was good. Ooh, let's see. Um, I never. I don't even think I got. I even saw the Nimbus five fifty fly. I don't I, think I, I did either. Yeah. Um. I mean, there was a ton. We flew our Pumas to. You know, I think we did a little bit of cross pollination. Like, hey, try this, try that. Yeah. You flew twelve S. Did you fly? Um. I flew Cliffs. nobody else's. No? Yeah. Ben was the guy doing the... Yeah. He was the one bellying up to the buffet. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. So he, really? he flew mine. He flew uh, Steve Yoon's, which is 8S. But it wasn't fair because it's not quite geared the right way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then he has not flown 12S, though. Mm. But he flew my 7S today, and he swears that for him, he would be just fine with that. Yeah. It was sub 200 amps. But I mean, that's pulling it, 220 on every day. I fly the raw 580. Yeah, see, mine's like nonstop. Like, it's like 211 consistent. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, but um, Gooch, Gooch, that's because you were flying it at 2850 or something. Oh, let's <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> So I went, took out the Raw 580. Bert was like, yeah, let's go fly. I'm like, okay, let's go. And I wind that thing up in bank two. And, hey, the radio is telling me 2300. That's what it is. And Bert looks, you know, I hear him in my ear like, there's no way that's 2300. I'm like, that's what I have it set up. Slight miscalculation and, you know, picnic. Problem in chair, not in computer. And I, and I told you, I told you, dude, that's got to be like 27. That's yep. be- you you hit it because you end up being what about twenty eight hundred, right? Yeah, I've been around goblins for too long. I heard I heard that resonance. I'm like, holy shit, that thing is like <laughs> that thing is upwards of close. That's that's Tarek Al Saudi's head speed shit right there. That's like yeah, or more so funny. You know what I realized, Bert? The whole time you never told me stop. You're like, yeah, yeah just slow it down. <laughs> You know, don't no, stop. It, Slow it down. Well, I, no, it was cool as shit. I would have <laughs> left it. But I just, my point was that it wasn't 2300. It wasn't that you had to, like, change it. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, that, but that's honestly now I fly it usually because I took it out, uh, let's see, Monday. I took it out Monday morning and I flew it at 2300. That's a, a good head speed on that heli. That's really, you know, where I fly it most of the time now. So, but yeah, flew that. Uh, crazy. Um, didn't really fly my nitro. I was pretty much pure electric, but I did get to fly the Puma with all different batteries. I mean, Bird tried the 3300s. Um, I flew it all the way up to 5000. And 5000, I agree, Bird. You know, my batteries are not like maniacs or anything like that. It seems on the hefty side, but you could get like six minutes at lower head speed, you know. So yeah, yeah. if you're just practicing orientations or even big air, like you could, that's the ticket right there to get more flight time. It's like a nitro at that point. I so, agree. I agree. 
but it's super light. Like 3,300, I think it's 9.6 pounds mine comes into. It's, it's crazy. And we did a little bit of comparison between the 8S that Steve has in mind and only in weight, it's for our setup, right? We have whatever setups, servos and everything else. It's only like 0.2 difference between 8S and 12S 3300s. Yeah. That's light. Yeah. That's super light, you know. That is an, that's an amazing setup. And you know what? I wonder what it would be like with even smaller packs, dude. Like a 20, yeah. who knows what the next, what, what's the next size down? It depends on the manufacturer, but like. like 2600, you know, 2200, something like that. that. That might be really, that might be too small. But imagine like a 14S, 20, 2200, 2600, Ooh. 14S. Yeah, that would be that would be a hell of a, a nice try, but I don't know. I don't know. I I like the 12s lighter, but you know what? Like some people say, I don't want two batteries. I like the single battery pack sort of thing. But if you're doing 3300s, who cares? Like you can charge yeah. 2c at the field, right? Like you can pump six six and a half amps is 2c. So oh. I mean. Yeah, so you can get to see you can get the batteries in what twenty five minutes or something like that twenty to twenty to thirty minutes a a, a a you know a pack. So if you have two duels, you know you can have two two fly packs ready to go within thirty minutes. That's that's really good, you know. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a single pack is perhaps more convenient, but I don't know. It just feels really good with the light twelve uh, S setup. It really yes. does. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I think realistically, it doesn't, it doesn't have the high voltage, you know, the high powered, seven hundred size heli, you know, because you only if you run in nineteen fifty, it moves like it's a raw seven hundred, but it doesn't sound like it. So that's a, like an right. intimidation right. factor that is just non-existent in my opinion. You know? Yeah, well, well, think about it. I mean, a nitro is running at uh, the practical RPM for 8.2 to 1 ratio on a nitro running at 91 or even a one, 105 or whatever. It's uh, it's 1980 or so, yeah. close to 2,000 RPM. So if you fly this right at 2,000, even at 1950, this helicopter is lighter than a nitro, empty with without fuel, or probably about the same as a nitro with no fuel if you fly it with the lighter packs. Right. Mm -hmm. So... So, so you're getting. I mean, obviously the the torque, the torque uh, curve is different, obviously, because mm -hmm. the 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 way the torque cur curve is on a nitro, it, it kicks. It, it just feels different. But but in the grand scheme of things, is like a very similar feel and setup, and and you probably can get upwards of, you know, I, if you're not pushing really hard, upwards of four four and a half minutes if you're not like killing it right and uh i mean that's not bad that's not bad at all you know yeah. so no you're not gonna get the nine minutes you get with nitro but you know it's, it's still a good <laughs> setup yeah yeah well so, when you flew my puma did you fly with glasses bert oh, <laughs> or, or you just didn't want to see what's on that on on that helicopter you're like you know what i'm gonna fly without glasses he was so, like ew so scorpion motor ew <laughs> so i'll tell you the story about the glasses it's kind of it's it's really interesting so i've i've been nearsighted since i was like i don't know 12 years old whatever so like i remember having trouble like when i was going to i think it was middle school or something looking i couldn't see the the chalkboard 
Um, and, uh, and I told my mom, hey, I can't really see the chalkboard, you know, in the classroom. You know, I used to sit towards the end because it, it was by alphabetical order. And like I was starting with a K and like whatever. Right? It's the way it worked out. So um, my mom took, took me to the eye doctor and yeah, yeah, he needs glasses. So they gave me glasses and I started wearing glasses, you know, in my teens. And, um, and I wore, you know, correction, you know, like prescription glasses most of my life. But as I started to get older in my, into my mid-40s, I started to develop what everybody has, which is like the, the far-sightedness. In other words, like I can't read up close very well, really small, fine print, right? So I need now to have reading glasses or I need to have what they call progress, progressive, I think they call it, yeah. or, or, or mm -hmm. uh, bifocals or whatever. Yeah. Well, progressive said, is the what? nice way of not saying bifocal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know what? So I refused. So I told I told Susie, I said, you know what? Screw this shit. I I'm not going to get these bifocal progressive things. I don't want to deal with learning to tilt my head up and down to read or to see far away. And because my my nearsightedness is not really that bad, um, you know, I really I've gotten used to functioning day to day without wearing glasses. So. I the only time when I feel like I really need them because it makes everything like really crisp and really good is either when I'm driving, especially driving at night. Um, at night is a big deal, or when I'm flying, right? Or you know, if I used you know when we used to go to the movie theater, or like you know if I'm watching television and the TV sort of is kind of far away, then yeah, I need it. I needed my prescription glasses, but for the rest of my daily chores and whatever I do in life i don't ever wear them um so i have this set of uh i have these set of glasses that are prescription that i wear to fly and to drive or whatever i have a set that's clear and a set that's like you know like darkened for the sun you know sunglasses um they're destroyed dude they look like a monkey took a shit on them they're they're in the worst <laughs> shape and and i refuse to get I, eventually i'm gonna have to get new ones i'm actually overdue for that but and then i have a uh a pair of like sunglasses like Oakley's that I bought right off the shelf that I wear for like normal stuff, right? So like for some reason, like and I've always been really adamant about like I gotta get my glasses, I got because I'm going flying and I know I need them to fly. I don't know what happened, dude. I think it was Saturday. Because Friday I I wore them all day, but Saturday, I think it's when I flew your heli gooch. I yep. I went out there and like, oh try my setup up one. I flew and I landed and I'm like and it, it was like a solid five, ten minutes after I landed that I'm like looking around and I was trying to focus on something far away. And I'm like, shit, I can't <laughs> read it. And then I like I take my glasses off. I'm like, shit, these are not my prescription ones. These are my regular Oakleys. And then it turns out that that day, every freaking flight, I flew without my prescription glasses. <laughs> and every time I landed, I'm like, shit, I forgot. And then I'm like, that was weird. I, I, I mean, it's like, it's like flying. I mean, it's not like I'm doing anything like crazy difficult or spectacular. It's just oh. it, I'm flying on autopilot, dude. It's the same shit I've been doing for 15 years. It's all the same repetitive freaking dumb TikTok and this and that. So I guess I don't know. It's just like intuition autopilot. But every time I landed, I was like, shit. Uh, yeah, next next flight. And I would and I would forget, and then I would fly again and again. I flew like eight times. 10 times on Saturday and never wore my prescription glasses. Ooh. That was weird as shit. Weird. So now I know, cause I've always been paranoid. There's been times when I've been at an event 
and I literally had left my, not event, but like uh, torches or whatever. And I left my prescription glasses behind at home and I have not flown because I'm really terrified to like, cause I don't know if I'm, you know, like, you know, when you like, you're, you're like, you're, you're a little far and I like to use a lot of the sky. I climb like a, really high. A depth perception? No, it's more like you're, you, you have that doubt in your mind. If you're like, you know, a little like upside down or you know what I mean? Like right. you can't read the angle really well. Mm, right. The angle seems kind of like, kind of not exactly where you're you think you are and that that screws with your head because then you start overcorrecting or undercorrecting or that that's how you end up crashing so i've always been really paranoid but i i pulled it off so now i'm gonna start flying without glasses more often it's another challenge <laughs> another challenge i like challenges well, you even okay. had the the save of the day with your raw on that, that flight, yeah, on that oh, flight. Oh, yeah. yeah, you yeah. freaking saved. I was like, you just flipped it over, nonchalantly. I'm like, yeah, that was that was that was that was pure luck. That was really pure luck. I I, I hit the tail on the ground on the pure flip. It's on the video. I think you posted it, Gooch, didn't you? Yep. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it pure flip hit the tail, and as soon as I hit the tail, it starts pirating like totally out of control. You know that pirate you get when you have no tail authorities, like the most erratic. Mm-hmm. dumb pirouette you can get because there's nothing you can do about it and and it varies depending on how much you load it you know how much pitch you have right and mm-hmm. it's like all i can do is like try to climb and then like hit hole flip it and try to land it and i got lucky i mean i landed 100 yards away from us but i and what? like when i was landing it was so blurry and i'm like why is it so damn blurry jesus christ <laughs> i couldn't tell if the landing gear was up like angle right if i was landing with a tail fin first and then right as i hit like t- you know touch down and i you know like like let you know let go of my guard i was like no shit i don't have my prescription glasses so, yeah i mean it no, had it like fun. a centimeter left of tail blade on both blades yeah. i don't know what your problem was yeah dude it had it had nothing i looked at the <laughs> tail blades like it was nothing and you know the impressive part is nothing else happened which normally you would expect to see something kind of something's got a gift right? right i mean you know except you know tell tell hub uh till uh upper shaft hub separates from the shaft or i mean that's that was a hard hit or 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 you crack you know i don't know the 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 the, the boom or the the tail fin or something nothing nothing it was just the tail blades they were that's gone awesome like totally gone yeah yeah <laughs> got lucky on that one mm. yeah well yeah. talking about videos uh you put a bk video bk hobbies video of the whole event which was pretty awesome that came out really good Bert. it did thank you i i wasn't i wasn't planning on doing any video until like the whole thing went down with manny and then (laughs) the last the last night we were there like saturday night manny sent me the video of his like jump from Casey's plane and like when I saw that video I'm like dude we gotta do like we gotta do a video about like our experience at the event like we'll just do like a BK Hobbies team sort of like video about it because it was just so cool I just wasn't prepared because I didn't do if I would have went to the event thinking I'm gonna do an event video I would have done footage of like like people like walking around and like us as a team hanging 
and you know not even just us as bk hobbies i would have i would have done footage of like a little bit of like nick flying or a little bit of mitch flying or like i would have done it more like more the footage would have been more geared towards like doing an event video but i really didn't even even plan on it i just used the footage that i had from like doing videos of people like our guys flying and then kind of slapped it all together but it came out pretty good i I was happy with it because like the highlight of the video is manny like manny's the star of the video (laughs) oh yeah yeah for sure for sure. Well, it, it, to me, it just created excitement. I mean, we're all on the team, all the team members, we were excited to be there, but the video kind of wrapped it all up, how excited we were about, you know, being there, about BK Hobbies, just everything. So pretty, pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. I like that. Definitely like that. So, yeah. Uh, Are there new pretty, things? Pretty... Yeah. Is there new things coming from BK Hobbies? Uh, here soon or what? What's the what's the plans? What you got? Um, should there be new things? Sure. What Why do you not? Think? Huh? Always, always, always new yeah. things going on. I mean, you, you, we already went down the path. You posted the video with data servos. That was something new. You know that it's awesome to have options. I tell YG you what, servos. I mean, Why YG don't we? Why don't we bring in the real mastermind behind BK Hobbies and yeah. see if uh, Susie's still awake? Oh. Mm. She, she's awake. You want me to unmute her microphone? Because she's been here listening to your whole blah, blah, blah and my, glass, <laughs> my glasses story. So she's just like... Was she rolling Absolutely. her eyes? She was rolling her eyes. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. So tell us, yeah. uh, what's what's going on with BK Hobbies? What, what can we expect? Anything? You have nothing to say? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's always there's new stuff. Always, yeah, there's always new stuff. So. so we're really excited about the fact that, like, so... So it's not a secret that we have other businesses. Last year, we're really focused on firearms. That's done we've did what we not saying it's done but we did what we needed to do with that to get it jump started so we're back into what we love the most which is the hobby so um so this year we're kicking it up a notch and we're making a lot of changes a lot of cool stuff like um you guys saw that we brought in um uh new products so we have maniacs batteries now in stock and we're working very closely with maniacs and the mikado usa guys to Make sure that we have plenty of stock. We started with just a handful of different battery sizes, but we're growing the, the we're growing the the offering. So, like within the next couple of weeks, we're gonna have a lot more selection and, and different kinds of packs. We brought in YGE, so we have that as a good option for ESCs. Um, what else? And then obviously we signed we signed this deal with uh, with with Theta Servos, so we're doing their distribution in the United States. Um, so we're distributing to dealers as well as retailing to customers through bkhobbies.com. That is so, exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exciting because up until recently, only HeliDirect had the Theta servo. So now, um, so now like HeliDirect, of course, you know, I have to give credit to HeliDirect because they were the first dealer to, uh, to, to trust in the brand and bring the brand to the US. So HeliDirect's carrying them. Now A-Main is going to stock them. Only fine helis, anything heli, 
uh, Mikado USA, um, and we keep adding dealers to that list. So pretty excited about Theta. It's it's uh it's kind of a double double edged sword for me because of the BK deal, right? But um, but uh, you know, some people have questioned, well, what's going to happen to BK? Well, nothing's going to happen. BK is still still well and alive, and and uh, we're working on uh, releasing a, a mini servo next, and and a micro, you know, after that, and everything else. But you know, uh, I, when I believe in a brand, I I I just it, I, I refuse to sell stuff that I don't believe in. But when I believe in the brand and I believe in the people that stand behind the brand, I'm all for it because you know people want selection, right? People want uh, to be able to choose and. And obviously, it's not a secret. BK Hobby's never had a huge selection of anything because we've always focused on just very select brands. You know, we're expanding, you know, our horizons and, and looking into new things to offer. But on the other hand, I also want, or at this, on the same token, I want those brands to be brands that are like that we can believe in, that we can support, that we stand behind. I just don't want to just buy and sell, buy and sell. I don't believe in buying and selling. I leave that to other not mentioning names, but other dealers. I don't have a Walmart concept. That's right. not the idea behind BK Hobbies. The idea behind BK Hobbies is to sell product that we stand by, that we believe in, and that we support our customers with. That's right. the whole idea. So, yeah. I mean, that's why I haven't brought in so many, a multitude of brands that, that are, I'm not saying anything negative about any of those brands, but I just, if, if I don't have 100% trust in the product and the quality of the product and the people standing behind the product, I just won't bring it in. Simple as that. Because it, this is a business, but above all, it's a hobby. It's a hobby business, and 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 it's all about it's all about the pilot and 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 the pilot trusting in that product and getting the support they deserve with that particular product, right? So that's that's how I see it. But yeah, exciting changes, more stuff to come for sure. Very cool. What do you yeah, think, yeah. Susie? She's quiet. She's I'm drinking tired. her wine right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. I've just been awake since like four o'clock this morning. <laughs> oh, so, Susie, question for you: Are you gonna yeah. start flying again? Because <laughs> word on the street is that you used to fly and you used to throw down pretty, pretty hard, and then you talk mm -hmm. about everything you know. I don't know about throwing down pretty hard. I could fly circuits. That was about it. <laughs> uh, hey. But I might start flying again. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe something small. Tell him why you tell him why you stop flying. Listen, because she was... he's a horrible teacher. Oh. <laughs> you don't. Want... A lot of people will disagree with you. Hey, have you guys watched the what? old series called Smack Talk? Yeah, Badass well, it's teacher you're like a stranger and you're teaching a stranger, and then your wife, you're like, "What are you doing? You can do that. Why aren't you doing that? You can do that." Mm, whatever. But she used to fly, so it's funny. She was working for uh, V Blades. So for the people that are old timers, like and those those that don't know V Blades, V Blades was uh, uh, you know super popular brand of blades back in uh, I don't know from the late '90s, mid to late '90s through the mid to late 2000s. 2000s. Um, actually, the the owner of V Blades is the guy that uh, is behind the manufacturing of the Nick Maxwell blades. So um, super nice people. Like she used to work for them. And she did a lot of the the, the office day to day stuff, and she also did some blade, literally like manufacturing. blade manufacturing. Like she she learned how to do the the balancing of the blades, and I put lead weights in lead the weights in the blades, all, all kinds of stuff. Had, so oh, wow. that's how we met. 
because I was sponsored by V-Blades back in the day, and Susie would call me on occasion, hey, you know, for whatever, I would call V-Blades, say, hey, I need a couple sets of blades, and Susie would answer, and I thought Susie was a 60-year-old woman, you know, because <laughs> her voice, and I was like, no offense, honey, you know, like, I just, so, I don't know why I thought you were old. I thought I was an old but, lady. Yeah, yeah, and I was 30 at the time, right? So I was a young guy, and I'm like, ah, this old lady, and then, like, and then I met her at Urcha, I think it was 2006. Six. And then she's like, oh, yeah, no, I fly. And she had a JR. What is it? I had a, uh, a Venture. JR oh, Venture. Wow. Venture. I had that before I even started working at V-Blade. Did you? Yeah, wow. I was flying before I went to work for And she would go to this church. There was a church. This is a small town in Missouri called Sparta, Missouri, which is east of the town of Ozark. Um, the town of, uh, well, uh, uh, no, what's what's the town? The, the touristy town in, in, in uh, Branson. Ozark. Branson. East of Branson. Branson kind of thing. Like a little east of Springfield, Missouri. Like south Missouri. Like southeast Missouri. And um, and there was this church, like a couple miles from the, maybe five miles from the V-Blade shop. And, and everybody used to go fly there because they had this nice, like sort of like a, a drop. Like, so you drive up this road. You park there, you, you put your helis like right there by the road, and then there's this like dropout going down like 50 feet and like massive, like 100 acres. And everybody local there used to go fly there. So she would go and fly there at the church or at the school next door or whatever before she started working for B-Blade. So when I met her, it was like, oh, yeah, I fly. And I was like, really? Like, you fly, you're hot, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course. And then then from that point, we, you know, started dating and, uh, and then she got a job offered to come work for Ready Heli when Ready Heli was a thing in South Florida way back in 2008. And that's how she ended up like living in Florida. And then the rest is kind of history from there. But yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah, think but, I ever knew that Susie used to fly. That's awesome. Yeah. Bert, yeah. Ever heard uh, that. She needs to come back. Yeah. I used to fly before I ever met Bert. So mm. I don't know. I don't know that you can fly anymore, dude. I think you're. Screwed. I don't know if I, I. It's been a long time. Yeah, no it's shit. It's been a long time, yeah. but I can try again. Uh, I, can. I will not trust her with my helicopter, so I'm gonna have to like. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! I can trust her with that old trusty freaking Thundersport. Maybe that's. Ooh. There you go. There Give you go, the Drake. I that, think I think the that. hobby needs to see Bird buddy boxing Susie at the next event. I'm oh, just throwing out there. Yeah. Oh, no way, gonna, no, no way I'm going to let him buddy box me because if, if I get at the right height, he's going to be like, no, you have to go higher. If you want me to buddy box, you need to be higher. I'm like, no, I'm, I don't want to be higher. She wants to start doing flips and shit like freaking three feet off the ground. I'm like, dude, I That's can't what we all do. <laughs> you can't body box people that low. You give, you want to try crazy shit, you got to be at least, I don't know, 50 feet. Mm. At least. If you want to be safe, if you don't care to be safe, uh, be my guest, buddy. Do it <laughs> feet off the ground. But the old man reflexes don't work that fast. But it's not like click in and try to save it is done. So, but she had this badass like so. So like we made a trip to Switzerland. What year was it? Two thousand eleven. Eleven. We made a trip to Switzerland, and that's when we met. We were going for the Alpine Heli Smackdown, and that's when we met the owners of Sab. And that's like we both literally at that time got hired like as employees of SAB. And I was helping with some of the design stuff and this and that. And Susie was doing, um, what were you doing? Dealer sales. Dealer sales. I was doing kind yeah, of the distribution of the were, uh, Goblin. Yeah, they were recruiting yeah. like Goblin was a new brand. So like SAB had been established doing blades. 
from way back in the 90s. But, you know, their helicopter division, as they called it back in the day, SAB Heli Division, was a new company. So they needed, like, dealers, distributors, and, like, the whole thing. So Susie came on board as an employee helping with all that. So what I'm getting at is, like, she was still kind of flying around that time. So mm-hmm. Enrico or Stefano, one of the owners Enrico, of SAB, made her this nice pink, custom scheme on the goblin original 700. yeah on the original goblin 700 that had like her name on it and whatever and then george van gansen from scorpion showed up that year at urchem brought her like this lip like custom edition scorpion motor with her name on it like she had this pimped out beautiful like pink goblin and uh and she flew it she flew it a while for a while but then after a while like she kind of like stopped flying because she got pissed at me because I was a terrible teacher and she got aggravated. And then I remember having this massive crash on one of my goblins and I'm like, and I was like, because I can be a dick when I want to be. So I'm like, sorry, honey, you're not flying. So I scavenged her kit and turned it into parts for mine. And like, but we still have to boom the canopy and the motor. So, which is the, which is the, which are the most important parts of that kit. So yeah. Yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. So it's no secret that, you know, Goblin is, I mean, they really push hard with marketing and things like that. So since you were kind of getting in on the ground floor there, can you walk us through some of that, those conversations? I mean, was there conversations being had on how they were marketing things and what their business model was and all that fun stuff? Well, it's funny because I was working for Ready Helly with Susie. When one of the Ready Heli employees, Kyle Mute, he was the purchasing manager, shows me the sketch that was leaked. Um, Facebook wasn't really that big of a thing. It was kind of there, but not like it is but today. Not like it is now. And there was a sketch or some sort of drawing that was posted on either Runrider or Heli Freak, one of those sites, right? The big sites back in the day. And it, it was a goblin. It was called the Goblin by sab and uh and i looked at it and i was like what the like this thing looks like because you know you got to keep in mind at the time yeah i mean that thing looked like it just didn't look right it just nothing had not been made that was a traditional pot pot and boom design right with this mm-hmm. megaphone looking freaking boom like this weird body thing and uh and and i made a comment I said, that thing is crap that thing's never gonna sell and uh, and then ironically, we meet these guys. We left Ready Heli and we got hired by them. And because once I saw it in person and I realized that this was not like a body on a helicopter, this was like an like this was this was structural. This was real carbon fiber boom. You know what I mean? Like right. When I realized that, I was like, okay, this might have a chance. And then look at where it's at today. It was crazy. As far as, what do you think, Susie? As far as, was there any strategy for, like, promotion and stuff? It was, it was like, a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes kind of, like, yeah, PR-type thing. PR. They know. were just trying to get anything they could at the time. Yeah. I mm. mean, they were brand new on the market. They had, it was like any dealer, just take it. Get whatever. Try it. Yeah. Whoever try. they could recruit, yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't think. They thought it was going to be a small brand, right? I don't think they. I don't think they ever expected it to be as big as it. I don't is think they ever today. expected it to blow up. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, yeah, no. and uh, and then 
like I remember like when this was late eleven. Uh, a lot. Uh, yeah, it would have been eleven. Late, late two thousand eleven. Yeah, the first Goblin was launched to the market. Like I think it was March of twelve, twenty twelve. So, yeah, SAB actually. In fact, I just remember they just made a post like a couple, two, three months ago, or like something like that, where it says like tenth, tenth anniversary. anniversary or whatever. Anyway, um, the, the, the anniversary since they released their first kit. But anyway, we were in Vietnam. When was that last time? 2014, 2013, or whatever it was. And they were already in two matter of two, three years. When were we in Vietnam? We had all these crazy that meetings been, and stuff. Thir- that's 13 like 10 or 14. Years ago. Yeah. And they already, within a matter of a year or two, they were already like, we're killing it, killing it. And they were like, oh, like their whole attitude changes. Like now it was like, oh, we got to do more. We got to, this has got, you know, this is working. So we got to do more. And then, that's when they were. That's when we were testing the 500. When the 500 was being released. Okay. Yeah. 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 We were at the trip in the trip first trip to Vietnam or so, whatever it was. But yeah. So yeah, it was kind of interesting how that. Uh, that whole yeah, I mean, because you know, concept. back in those days, uh, you know, Gooch and I, we were you know just just simple consumers at that point, and and I, it's funny that you say that they. They didn't have the goal of, you know, and I'm just going to call it, this might be kind of funny to say, but that sort of world domination sort of, you know, <laughs> mentality or, or marketing scheme. Uh, because to us, that's what it very much looked like. You know, we're like, man, these yeah. guys, they're trying to come in hot. They're ready to take over, you know, push other brands out of the way. And I mean, in every t- corner you turned, it was like there was a new model coming out and there was new marketing and, you know, and it was just like, holy cow, these guys are on fire, you know? Um, yeah. So for, for us, it was a very different vantage point. It was very interesting. So Yeah. And one of the yeah. things that really, I wouldn't say it has hurt SAB, like, because I wouldn't, I hate to put it that way, but one of the things that has not allowed SAB to like really reach that, I guess you could call it if you want to be um ambitious uh, world domination sort of deal is like the price point right mm. so like like i i've always said and i used to tell enrico and i still believe wholeheartedly to this day like make a value one too like make a different like the thunder sport was a, like remember the thunder sport was like along those lines right yeah sure Re- like fairly economical like i think it used to retail for like 698 dollars or Crazy. something like that on the mm-hmm. 700 yeah so like something like that is what I feel like is missing at this point in the market. But um, but other than that, like I mean, and you guys have I've flown them and built them, and like you know how they're made. Like I mean, the build experience. I'm not saying this because we sell it. I speak from the bottom of my heart. They, I feel like it's one of the best, if not the best, built experience you can have with a kit. You know, out of the box, like right. the color manual. You know, find this box, whatever it is, box bag this, open that bag and that, whatever those parts are, they're part of that page. And when you're done with that page, you move on to the next to get the next bag and you keep going and going. And next thing you know, within three hours, the kit is built. Right. Um, I mean, you you don't get that with a lot of brands, you know. I mean, I I, I worked for a line back in way back in the day. And I mean the call the, the manuals probably still to this day, I'm not sure they're they're black and white. You, you had a hard time distinguishing, you know, what part was what and how this fit into this or whatever, you know? Right. Um, right. So, so the whole experience of the build and everything else is, is kind of like unparalleled with, with SAP. So yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I correct me if I'm wrong, but I, they were kind of the first to, 
put the price point up around a thousand dollars for a kid. Is that right? Yes, I mean, I no, guess miniature aircraft was kind of up there, but but still, like it's it because it seemed like everybody began to follow suit after that. Am I wrong in saying that? Um, you know, miniature aircraft was always very expensive. Like even mm-hmm. when it was because you know, ironically, miniature aircraft was manufactured literally with that. Like Kevin, when you came to Florida recently and you came up to our place, miniature aircraft was like the factory. Literally, was like. Five minutes from my house. Okay. Literally. Oh, yep. Um, for years and years. Right. And when it was made here, and it you know it was started by the old man Walt, Walt Scunard, and he's the designer and the the brain, the brains behind the you know the original concept of miniature aircraft, and he ran the company for years, and then he passed away, and, and so his his wife Florence became the 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 the, the business lady, and then the kids, uh, to, well, it's kids, they're older than me now, but you know. Back in the day, Ted and and, and Tim, they they took mm-hmm. over the company. But um, yeah, when they were made in the U.S., you know, the, my first, as we called it back in the day, ninety size helicopter, which was actually running a sixty, a YS sixty yeah, engine, right? Was yeah, yeah, was was close to a thousand dollars, and we're talking mm-hmm. back in two thousand, two thousand four or five, right? Um, uh, uh, so I mean, the, you, you know, and then in Europe they had all these brands like the 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 TDR, for example, right? And TDR okay. was like fifteen hundred euros or what, like some astronomical number. So I think that it, it, the, the the what changed the dynamics of the market was Thunder Tiger, okay, and and with the Raptors, and because they were at a lower price point. And then Align came right. out with like a, an extreme value, you know, where you buy the Align combos. I mean, nobody could touch that in terms of price. Still to this day, nobody can touch that. Right. Um, so, so I feel like the consumer got used to like this lower price point. So, um, and, you know, Miniature had lost its its uh, its market share, uh, you know, after the old man died, and like, and and then they tried to move the company to Montana, and the owners here, those Canards, sold it to. To this guy from Montana by the name of uh, uh, Chris, uh, I can't remember his last name, but super rich dude from Montana, and and they moved manufacturing there, and then they had the new models and stuff, so they 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 didn't have the same market share, and then and then uh, and then Raptor lost ground to Align, so for for a few years, Align was dominating the market worldwide, period by a landslide okay. by a landslide, so. When SAB came out with a thousand dollar helicopter, that that's another one. That's one of the reasons, or, not, or another reason, why when I first saw it and I looked at it, I was like, okay, it's. When I looked at it, I said, okay, this is cool. This this has a chance, but the price point is really high. But right. somehow it took off, and now it did. with the exception of uh, exception of a couple of brands, almost everything is upwards of, you know, I don't know, nine hundred plus. I mean, you got Excel Power that's more economical, and you can still have a line, but you know, you look at Mikados and other brands; they're still they're still relatively expensive. They're not mm-hmm. they're not that cheap. Right? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that I would consider. Well, now I wouldn't consider XL like super cheap. Um, yeah, just because it, it's not a line cheap. You know what I mean? Because you're right about that. Like it was hard to, and that was really my entry. So maybe it was just because I was blind to the other stuff because of of when I came into the hobby, but. Um, you know, when you could buy a T-Rex 700 Nitro for like 700 bucks 
And then yeah. all of a sudden a kit pops up and it's a grand. You're like, holy crap, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I mean, I uh, think still I have a, I, so I might be way off on this, but I think you can still buy like an Align, like a T-Rex, whatever it's called, a 550 model or something like with, with the combo thing for right. uh, like, like in the, what is it? Five, five to $700. I, I don't know, but it, it, you can buy almost with everything, almost for as much as you buy like a Kraken 580, right? Right. So with with, with everything in it. So like, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with that. And like for most people, that is probably the way to go until they get to that point where like, you know what? I can fly around. I can I can do circuits. I can do loops. I can do rolls. Yeah, I, I want something cooler than this, right? But in some that has perhaps a little bit better quality, better craftsmanship, right. more original, like higher end. But, but you know, uh, it's no different than the guy that wants to drive to work and he's just settling with a, I don't know, uh, what was that car called back in? The, you guys are too young to remember. A Yugo? Yugo. Yugo. That takes you there and back. You know, you don't need. You don't need a freaking uh, you don't need a Tesla, a, a Tesla or a Lexus right. or right. or a Mercedes, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I, I mean, I'm I'm biased, obviously, but I mean, I think the performance level jumps up quite drastically. You know, going to uh, you know, pricier kits, I guess, if you want to call it that. But uh, it does, and and the build experience and 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 the support you get, um, at least with SAB in the United States, you got you got people accountable for the, you know, we are, it's obvious that we're the distributors, right? And we always encourage people to go to the point of purchase because not to be rude or anything like that. We have enough workload that we just can't help everybody with like, and, and, and again, this sounds rude and I don't mean to be rude, but we, we don't have the time to help people with like, Oh, what server do you recommend? Like, okay, if you bought it from MA hobbies, go to MA hobbies and ask MA hobbies because they have, a lot of people there that know what they're doing and they're going to help you. Right. Um, so, but, but in the end, we take pride in our customer service. So we are the distributors. So we will take care of, if there's a serious problem, your dealer cannot take care of you. We will take care of you. There's not that kind of accountability when you buy Santa line products, simply because there's not like a sole exclusive distributor in the United States. So, there's so many different people buying direct from the factory. They're going to just bounce you back and forth and you're never really going to get anything accomplished. Right. And that's happening with a lot of different brands. It's not worth getting into mentioning brands, but, but so you get a better customer service experience, you get a better build experience and you get a higher end product with a better quality overall. And, and like you said, higher performance. So, it, I mean, you, you're paying for that, right? I mean, sure. it's just, it's yeah. 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 Well, you're paying for the design too, which I mean, as far as I'm concerned, is pretty cutting edge. So, yeah, you know, yeah. that's my opinion. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very cool. Very cool. So, what is it going to take to get you to fly, Susie? Mm, not you as my teacher. No. Mm. Oh. <laughs> see, see how I get treated. I'm teasing you. I know you are. <laughs> have, have many, have many, buddy boxer. But she, oh I don't, my I, don't, I don't need buddy box. I don't need buddy box. Uh, she doesn't want <laughs> Manny to buddy. Manny, <laughs> Manny's going to be fine. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, ah. I can't picture that now. But she, she used to get frustrated because she was like doing so well. And I'm like, okay, dude, it's time. Like, I want you to, like, I wanted her to start doing more advanced stuff, like flip it and shit. 
but she would she wanted to do it three feet off the ground i'm like you can't do it i can't click in and save you if you're three feet off the ground i'm very conservative when i fly i've never crashed ever i don't think i've ever actually crashed a helicopter no you never have i never have i will remember the church he was talking about um i took off and it was a t-rex 600 that i was flying and i was doing the one you built it took you like seven weeks to build it i built it all by myself well with vic's help Vic from Viewblades helped me and we were flying it at the church and i was doing good circuits and i'm going back and forth all of a sudden the helicopter is going farther and farther away and Vic goes you need to bring that back i'm trying well no you need to bring it back and i'm like i'm trying all of a sudden i hear this if you want me to bring it back, I need the radio right now, or it's going over the hill. <laughs> and literally, I handed in the radio, and he had, he brought it back for me right in the last yeah. minutes. Yeah. And yeah, I just yeah. I like to keep it where I can see it. I like to keep it close. I like to. She wanted it really close. Like she would fly control. like within like fifteen feet of her freaking face, two feet off the ground, and she would oh. want to do like a flip. And she no, take it 20, 50 feet up high. 50 feet away and then do it. I can't see it that well. Well, then you well, now you have glasses, honey. You just got them, so you should be fine. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Uh, But, you know, we need more girls in the hobby. What do you think? Absolutely. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. What is it going to take to do that? Susie flying again? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. There used to be a lot of girls in the hobby. Yeah. Raquel, Raquel wasn't bad. Raquel. Well, she's still she's still around though, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's around. There's she's not a lot of girls. When you say a lot of girls, so we have well, Gina, Gina Tucker Gina from Tucker. here from Florida, um, active. I'm saying active in the hobby. Well, now Candy Dudek is she flies. She flies. She's not super active per se, but she flies. She likes Dana. flying. We have yeah. Dana Hallis. We have Brittany. Brittany. I don't know that Brittany like Ringer is flying that much. Um, but she flies. So that's all like that I can think of like right off the top of my head very quickly. That's all the girls that I know of in the United States that are flying right now. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like like that's dumb. Like that's four girls to like twenty thousand guys. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like the ratio is like so enorm- ginormously incredibly ridiculously out of proportion. It makes no sense. You could yeah. only round to zero. If you had to round. Yeah, pretty much round it down to zero. I agree, Gooch. No way. Like, no, seriously, like... It's but kind I, of a boy's sport, I guess, to some extent. Boy, girls don't... A lot of girls don't want that stress. There's a lot of stress in that. You think, you think that's about, what it is? Okay, so a girl's brain. You guys, I'm sorry, you guys can zone out. You can think about one thing. You're thinking about your helicopter. Or a girl's brain. Girls brain, are like girls money. Brain, girls are, are like, like money. Kind yeah. of like when yeah. we're sitting here trying to find helicopters. <laughs> thinking about what are we cooking for dinner? Did I leave the stove on? Is the dog fed? This, that. Like they have a hundred things going on in their brain all at one time. You know, I so hear Andy of- Ross is the same way. I hear yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, well that's that would- the, the cool well, thing. I don't know if you know this, Bert, but you know, uh, Cliff Lewis's daughter, Maddie, she flies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Maddie started. Yeah, I saw the I saw the pictures on our group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't real. I I forgot about Maddie. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, it, it's it, awesome to cool. see her. You know, and that makes her because she's hanging out with her dad and hangs out in the field all day long whenever he's there. So that's pretty cool. 
And you know what is what I, I made a comment. I think I forgot. I think when Chris and Manny were here yesterday or whatever, we were talking to Susie for a little bit. Like if 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 there were other girls, like if Susie lived out by you guys, like say Ohio area, like Pennsylvania or whatever, and like she was close to like the ringers or like even candy or something, maybe like she would get more motivation to like get together with the girls and do like a girls day at the field and fly and screw around and yeah, gossip and do the girly shit. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like, but of course, like, uh, like most women, that uh, I mean, we can't expect them to go to the field and just hang with a bunch of us that are going mm-hmm. like, ah, fuck, bro, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's just not. It's not very inviting to to. We have more to fun watching you guys just like yell at each other and do your dumb shit and watch yeah. you know, I'm sorry that's <laughs> no it's true it's, it's true because then true. it's entertaining it's true because like because like, I don't think second. no offense not, nothing against women I love women I think women are the driving force in our lives and we couldn't live without women and whatever and I'm not I'm not I'm not a sexist by any means and, and she knows this I believe we're all equals but women don't like like it's just a different it's a different mindset like you guys don't like you you guys don't have this craziness that we have where like we get addicted to shit like we want like shit bro fuck i want to learn a piece <laughs> like you guys don't have that like like you you channel that energy in a different way like you don't different, get obsessed yeah. like we do with things like you know what i mean like i don't i don't i don't know i'm not a psychologist but it and there's got to be there's a reason maybe because of the technical aspect I of think some flying be technical but yeah yeah if you would have ever told me i would have been riding a, a motorcycle yeah if and I you love to 10 ride years ago or yeah. actually longer than that now yeah and i would have said you're crazy because and I, you love I couldn't to ride. balance a bike on two wheels but all of a sudden I yeah and you ride a thousand pound bike so i, I mean thousand pound yeah bike, so, so it's kind of it's getting over that mindset there's it's just not yeah. natural yeah i, don't know. I guess there, I don't Who think of the technical, the scary part. You guys do this stuff like in your face, aggressive. We're kind of more reserved. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, what hobbies? Know. What hobbies do you have, Susie? Do you have any hobbies? Um, she loves to ride. She's I, a biker. Yeah, She's a biker yeah. trash chick. <laughs> biker <laughs> trash chick, <laughs> nice. Actually, about the time I stopped flying was probably when I got my Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I I love to ride my bike. I love my Harley. Um. She likes the boating thing with me. She loves I like to go boating. boating yeah. I'm more of a boy than I am a girl in some sense because I do like boy sports more. Yeah. Than, I'm not a mall. I'm not a shopper. I'm not this. Yeah. I like yeah. to be on a motorcycle, on a boat. Uh, yeah. 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 I kind of. Bike. I, I'd say motorcycle is your main hobby, really. The, the, she bitches at me. He's like, oh, we, you're going, we're going on the boat Saturday and Sunday. You're going to the field. And when, when are we going to go ride? When are going to go ride? Oh, my God. <laughs> We can go right in the winter when it's nice and 70 degrees. <laughs> right. It's 94. Yeah. Yeah. When well, you have a yeah. uh, an oven between your legs, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. We we actually enjoy the ride, the riding the bikes like in the winter months because that's dude. It's so bad when it's like 90, 95, and freaking 99 percent humidity, and you're trying to ride a motorcycle with a super hot engine that has mm. air. Then, oh yeah, the yeah. engine down because it's so hot on you. Yeah, your bike's stopping. No, I yeah, motorcycles were my uh, main motor transportation for I don't know about three or four years when I was younger, about you know seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, somewhere in there. 
And, uh, and I was in Florida also. I was in Fort Walton Beach. And, uh, and dude, during the summertime, I mean, that thing's just sweltering underneath you, you know? <laughs> Which yeah. is like... And now imagine a Harley Davidson, like an old school one that has an unbalanced motor that's vibrating. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's hot as hell. And, and then you stop at traffic lights or traffic and it's just like baking you like, right. and if you were like a, a, a full face helmet or even a half, a half, like a, what do you call those? A half, what is that called? A the half, half helmets. A half, like it, you're, you're baking, man. You're baking, mm-hmm. you're sweating like a pig is terrible. Yeah. 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 So. Especially if you wear like the gear, like the jackets and, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. cause I, I never went anywhere without wearing some type of, you know clothing that oh, uh, we we weren't we were we were t-shirts we just t-shirts. We, i just can't handle yeah. it i oh, mean okay. I, wear, I wear long pants and stuff i don't wear shorts but you know i put long mm. pants and but uh but we were t-shirts I, I don't care i've had a my fair share of road rash you know as long as i don't you know break my neck or hit my head i, I can live with uh missing a lot of skin for a few months it's okay I, i'd rather <laughs> take that chance than because it's it's unbearable i mean it's unbearable it, it is literally unbearable. unbearable yeah yeah i'd rather die of like injuries than a heat stroke by being stopped at <laughs> freaking traffic light that's like, funny yeah, yeah. Uh, priorities like, right priorities mm-hmm. exactly priorities yeah you, you anyway. gotta think you gotta think florida winter is like 75 so oh, that's right i hate you guys yeah i hate you dude chris no, was not. chris was telling me like he Chris, you told me at the at the spring fling, and then here at when you came yesterday that you were like cold as shit at yeah. at, at the spring fling. Well, I'm like, dude, it was like it was like 78 degrees during the day and like 55 at night. Like, yeah, dude no had way. his hoodie on the entire time, hoodie and pants the entire time. I was during sweltering. Day, yeah, I know. I wasn't hot, and like, I'm like I'm half Spanish. Like, I should have like. I should be like warm blood. I grew up in a in a, in the tropics in Venezuela. Like I should, and I was fine. I had no problem. I had a yeah. hoodie and jeans on at the spring fling. Yeah, I don't get it. But, I and think. I grew up cold. And I grew up in a cold state. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> no, it was it was too cold. I definitely was like, okay, I, the wind. If I was in the shadow, <clears throat> I did not like it. That's so funny. Like I grew up. Like I see. Like these people, like I get it from Chris because Chris was born and raised in Florida. But like, it's like Susie, she comes from Missouri, like ice storms and all this shit. And Kyle comes from like upstate New York, of all places, like as close to Canada. You can throw a rock to Canada. And like, he's like, and it's like 55 degrees. He's like, dude, it's so freaking cold today. What the hell? I'm like, what are you talking about, man? It's like beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, man, yeah, Chris in the camper, like he pulled his little curtain and everything. So oh, body, yeah. it was like his own little personal oven in yeah. there. And uh, I was like, he's like, dude, he goes, I'd open up the curtain and like the gust of cold wind. I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's like 72 in here. Like, what are you talking about? It was the Arctic breeze coming in from mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Well, good thing you didn't go to uh, Triple Tree because when uh, Ben's roommate Josh comes, like he'll in the middle of the night set the temperature to like 55. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, my terrible. house goes to 65 every night, so hmm. 65. That's my thermostat. Hmm. I'd rather pay the electric bill than 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 sweat. I'd be sweating. Like he crazy. keeps it where we have to wear sweatpants and hoodies in the sh- in the house. Not all me. The time. <laughs> she do. What do you mean? I'm wearing like 
shorts. I don't. And I have sweatpants. Oh, because you always get cold. <laughs> yeah, no. My wife's the same way. It could be ninety-five outside, and she's like in a hoodie and sweatpants. <laughs> like, what in the world? That's a girl thing. That's probably the reason why they don't fly. Yeah. Could be. Cause they're, wait, cause wait, they're... wait. I don't think it's the girl thing. Chris is like, hold on a yeah. second here. Let's pump, let's pump the brakes on that for a second. I think it's because I was born in Florida on the beach, so that's why I'm the way I'm like that. Okay. So, like, right on the beach, on the sand, you just... <clears throat> oh, like, yeah, out. pretty close to. You could throw a rock to the beach where I was born at. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Uh well, I mean, you would freeze if you came to Ohio. You you literally would turn into an icicle. So I went to Chicago one time, and I had sweatpants, long underwear on, jeans on, and then another <laughs> pair of pants. And I was like, I was like, okay, I might you be able to handle another pair of pants, like on top of I, it. I had four pairs of pants on. Yes, <laughs> like on top of like one another. Like yeah, no. like yeah. Oh yeah, four uh, pairs of pants. Did on. you have to buy like like freaking different sizes? So did they? I went. That's what I did. I went to tar- I went to Target up there and got bigger pants to go because I had two pairs on and I was like, this isn't gonna work. What? I was like, yeah, I I was like, this isn't gonna work. So I went and got sweatpants and then another pair and I was like, these are good. This is it. I'm good. I feel like the guy from a Christmas, the kids from a Christmas story, but I was nice and warm. Chicago's cold. Oh yeah. Was it August that you were there? No, there was snow, and it was like my second time ever seeing snow. First time was in New York, and that was an experience. I'll never do that again. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I learned I learned about snow plows and that they don't give a shit if you're actually doing anything. Because I was like, oh, it's my first time. I'll dig this car out for my uncle. And all of a sudden, I hear this noise coming up over the hill. I'm like, what is that noise? And I'm still digging the car out. He came and reburied the car. <laughs> Awesome. I was like, God. I was like, I was like, I hate snow plows. <laughs> <laughs> we should go snow skiing, dude. It's fun. Oh, yeah. You want? I'll do it. Just in a lot of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually going to Utah this Christmas. That's uh, something we're gonna do. Oh, dude. Yeah. My stepdad had a place in Colorado, and we used to go there for Christmas. So I, I learned to ski when I was very young, and I haven't done it in like 15 years. And I love to. I love to. I would have to like get in shape before I try it again, but uh, I, I would love to. I love skiing. I, I never got into the snowboarding stuff, but skiing I, I really, really like. So yeah. yeah, I've never skied at all, so it's going to be. I'm going to come back in a body bag. It's just so expensive anymore to do it, though. Like it's wild. It's so freaking expensive. Like the chairlift tickets and the hotel, like everything is like very expensive. So, but uh, I'd love to do it again. Just need the dough. Need the dough. Yeah, yeah. But. Well, so uh, we kind of veered a little bit, but uh, do you guys want to talk about some other things at Spring Fling? Yeah, talk about the knife line, knife line, knife line. Talk yeah. about the knife line. There's a lot mm. of cool shit going on there. Yeah. Uh, so who who did we see fly? Well, we had Mitch. Mitch Morosa, yeah. Yep. yeah. Insane uh, flight. Rock Blue, Carrie Brooks. So his friend was flying a nitro. Did you guys see that yeah. flight? Yeah. Uh, that is definitely one of those who say, bro. Yeah. Fuck, bro. Bro, fuck. That was a good flight. It was. <laughs> Who's friend? Who are you talking about? Uh, isn't it Rock? Is what his, I Rock think his name or Rob Rock. or something. I don't oh, know. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, he's Carrie Brooks's mentor yeah. up north. 
and the guy was throwing down that what was it? It was a YS, wasn't it? It was a YS91 SRX. And dude, that thing was ripping fast. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yep. Very good. Carry well, uh, himself is killing him, man. I mean, Carry's flying yeah. really well. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. He he had the, what was it? The raw, no, the, the Kraken 580 Nitro. He was mm-hmm. romping on that thing. Yeah. I think all his stuff went home broken, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, that dude, <laughs> he was bad. throwing down, dude. He had like, bad he... luck, too. He had yep. bad luck. Too. Oh, that's yeah, right. Was... One of the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. it was, It was. you know, like, I saw him on Sunday morning, and he was like, man, I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't give it for, for nothing, but, man, I'm going home, and I, just watching you fly on Sunday morning, and I'm like, it's I was like, it happens. You can't let this really wear you down. No, it's all part of it. Yep. Saturday night is when I put my 580 Nitro in. Yeah. Yep. I did it one too many times. And then we, the people I were in my it. ear. Yeah. I missed it. Oh, I saw it. It was good. You you yeah. were next to me, weren't you? Cause <laughs> yeah, I was, I was watching it happen. I was like, oh, this is coming oh. in close. Wait a minute. How late was it? It like was midnight, one o'clock, right? Yeah, it was midnight. It was it was right at the end of the night because I I set the heli by the flat line. I don't know, probably nine o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock, something like that. Because you and were then, over like by but like Joe's camper, we were chatting yep. for a while, and it was very late, so it was right after yeah. that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so it was it was after that, and I was like, I got to get me one one night flight in. And I, it was once again it, it, always the scoops that gave me the nose in <laughs> scoops. I did. I got away with it like four times. I mean, I was. I don't know. You tell me, Cholo, how good of a flight was it? It was. It was, was a. It was a pretty good flight. It was really good. And then that last scoop, I was like, this, this isn't gonna go good. <laughs> Were there any uh, adult beverages involved? N- no. No. Eh, never. No. no. Never. 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 I agree. No. Um. Yeah, it was it, it. It went in full bore. I mean, I Maybe caught that was the problem. Maybe that was the problem. One or two yeah. adult beverages would have probably made you more me <laughs> Yeah, taking the edge off wouldn't have happened. Yes, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, but that that one that fifty five was pulling hard because I had it. Re- it was rich during the day, but I left it rich just because I knew I was going to fly it at night, and it was pulling hard. It, it caught me a few times. I was like. 13 degrees of pitch, it'll make it scoot when the, the engine is pulling hard. So, yeah. But that was kind of slow from there, from that point, and it kind of slowed down. Um, there was a few more flights. Um, I saw even, uh, what's the young kid from Fredericksburg? Uh, what's uh, his name? Is it Val? or Val, Val. Yeah. That's right. Val. He, put, he had a few flights in. Um, uh, Alex that came with Doug Darby. He threw a few flights in. So it was, yeah, it was a two o'clock, I think at, at a minimum of, you know, when we stopped flying. So mm. that was pretty good. Uh, Manny flew. Yeah. How did that end up? I don't think I've seen his flight. Uh, <laughs> he put, <laughs> it, it ended up pretty good. Bro. What was it? It was like, bro, five. Oh, five. <laughs> There was a there was a party at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, he left. He left no no 
don't unturn, Bert. I got to say that. I mean, he was out no. there at 3 o'clock in the morning helping out with a gasser, you know? Oh, Manny, Manny, Manny is an animal. He's, he's, he, and I mean this in a, in a good way. He, he has the most endurance of any of us, period. He, this, <laughs> this guy can wake up at 3 in the morning, literally go fly all day, have a couple beers, fly some more, have lunch, have dinner, have two more beers, fly some more, go to bed at three in the morning, wake up at five and start over again. I, I've never seen skydiving. And then and then go jump. Yeah. I have never seen anybody in my life that can handle the kind of shit that he does. And he's not he's he's a young guy, but he's not that young. He's like in his forties. It's like for, mm. early forties. Yeah. Like, Damn. How do you do that, dude? Like mm. seriously. Nope. Seriously. Conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. A lot of conditioning. A lot of conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Many, many. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, um, so, so for when we were night flying, though, yeah. there was a time I was standing next to Kyle, or I was standing next to Kevin, <laughs> and, he happened to, and he happened to give me this look. I was oh, like, why'd he, give me, why'd, why'd he give me this look? I was like, okay. And all oh, of a sudden, he just, like, scurries away for a second. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell just happened here? And some girl happens to be walking by, and she looks at me, and she goes, bro, that's in my teeth. The bathrooms <laughs> are right over there. And then it all clicked right then. Someone did a, someone lit a little gas out. and <laughs> full-blown fart, and the wind was blowing from our back right into her mouth. And, and I got Kevin over there giggling his ass off with Ron Horst, and I'm sitting there pointing. I look like you ever see that Spider-Man meme where it's like they're all pointing at each other. That's that's what I was like. I was like, it wasn't me. So, he so, did it. So who was it? So who was it? Oh, Kevin left a sneaker on her. And <laughs> she just didn't even see it coming. And I'm sitting there. And at the end, I was just like, yeah, Bill, it's my fault. I just ended up oh, taking the blame because she didn't believe me. Yeah. So was, this girl, this girl blamed you for it. Oh, oh totally. She blamed, that yeah. was a hundred percent. Like yeah. I was like, I didn't do. I didn't do that. He had, he had to own it at that point. Yeah, at that point, I was like, yep, I did it. He's That's right. Proud, dude. Yeah. yeah. It was you freaking a good friend. rough. You're a good friend. You took one. It was rough. Kevin. I gave him the look. I gave him the warning. I was like, <laughs> like that look of like, oh, shit. Just, <laughs> something just happened. And so I walked away. I mean, that should have been like, you know, I well, mean, no, heads up he and didn't up. Walk away. He giggled and scurried away. <laughs> that moment. I went over to and Ron. I, yeah, and, and Ron's like, looking at me like, "Why the fuck are you laughing so much?" And, and I'm freaking dying. And Cholo's like, and he's like, "Ah, oh, dude!" And that's when the chick was like, "Yo, that's like on my teeth." Yeah, she's like, so, "Bro, that's in my teeth." I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> I never. Who was had, the girl? Who was the girl? I don't know who it was. But I reckon she was all the way down at the far end. On the, uh, I saw her there one time when I went with Ben and I were flying, and I was like, and I was like, okay, this is embarrassing now. Now I'm standing in her area flying <laughs> after she just tasted Bob my Kenan's third daughter or something. Bob uh, daughter. I, don't I don't remember her name. It yeah. could have been. I yeah, know. I who can't knows? remember uh, who she was with. I. I it's funny shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Oh, it was a. Shit it was show. bad timing, but it was great timing. So. It was, and then we wonder, and then we wonder why girls don't exactly. want to go and fly. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's yeah. The hobby yeah. right there. My bad. Uh, My bad. That that trip was full of uh, farts and learning about different ways to go to the bathroom because uh, 
God. I'm a fan of a squatty potty, and I've explained that to a lot of people, and I've learned a lot of people are, except for Kevin. So my trip, <laughs> my treat for him, because he let me stay at his house the night before and driving, I ordered him a squatty potty and it had it sent to his house from Amazon. Yeah, well, just after. mind you that he says, you got something coming to your house, and, you know, so I'm like, oh, it's probably just something heli related, you know, whatever. And then there's like this box sitting on the porch, and my wife is like, <laughs> Hey, there's this box out here for you. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" You know, and I'm I'm looking at it and holding my hand, and she says, "Do you not know what you ordered?" And I was like, "No." She says, "That's really bad that you don't know what you ordered." And I was like, "Yeah, I definitely have a problem here." So I open it up, and I, I'm not even kidding, Chris. I I said, "No, no," <laughs> I was yelling, "No." And and my family's upstairs. They're like, "What? What just happened? Like, are you okay?" And and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he's done this." And of course, they all come walking down. And of course, my daughters are confused. They have no idea. But Dottie starts uncontrollably laughing. And uh, and of course, then she explains it to the kids, and now they're laughing. And uh, yeah, I have not tried it, by the way. Sorry. You, need, you gotta what have is, that. What is? wrong with you guys there's no reason to <laughs> lift up your legs to take a shit it's the that's natural, what i'm saying it's, it's a natural angle thank you it's the right angle oh my god what happened to years yeah what uh, happened to just going into the bathroom and taking a shit now we're gonna bring stools into this like what the fuck <laughs> Listen, Kevin, how do you want to go from point A to point B? Do you want to go on a zigzag road or do you want to go on a straight path? Exactly. Just I, saying. I don't have problems in that area. I'm sorry you guys do. No, you do have problems because we sat at a gas station for 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. it was, oh, my God. Maybe it wouldn't take Bert 45 minutes to poop if he had a squatty potty. See? Yeah. That's, See? So, <laughs> do I need to send one to the shop? Because I'll do yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> Listen, the, 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 that's forty-five the, minutes. But that's because mm-hmm. I enjoy it, man. It's like right. that's the time to like read magazines and browse Facebook time. and shit. Yeah, it's quiet time. It's a long time. There's it's only great. like two places that you that you get quiet time, right? And me right. being a dad having kids, like you know, maybe three. But it's the shower, the shitter, and the car, right? Like those are yeah, sacred yeah. moments. Like you just leave me alone. I'm using the bathroom. See? Well, n- now you yeah. can get the shitting done quickly and just hang out in there. Who says mm-hmm. I don't already? <laughs> then we're helping you out. I, I I I do too. I just like to sit there and hang out. I don't yeah, even know squatty shit. So weird. That's right. Well, you guys should just try the tushi then, because the tushi <laughs> oh, is a better God, investment than the squatty potty. Yeah. Well, this conversation is getting a little detoured, but yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Spring this, fling. Yeah. This, this was the yeah. entire trip up there. This is <laughs> what God. Yeah. Anyway. People are gonna listen to this and be like, "What the hell's wrong with these guys?" Yep. <laughs> well, let's get back on track. So we had a birthday at Spring Fling. There was a couple, but the one that we celebrated was for Gorgan. Gorgan, yeah, Gorgan, yep. yeah, yeah. So, who got the cake? Was it you and, and Susie, Bert, or Susie? Or was no. it Joe? It was, it was Joe's wife that went and picked up the cake. Actually, yes. Karen Reyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I I ended up having a piece as I'm working on my heli. <laughs> I honestly think the whole thing was Joe's idea, but I honestly don't know. 
I, I I don't remember like exactly who thought of it and everything, but yeah, it was it was cool. It was a kind gesture, and uh, and and Gorgon was really happy, really really happy. He wasn't expecting that at all, yeah. at all. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how old Gorgon is. He's young though. He's definitely early younger. Early forties. Mm-hmm. He's early forties. Yeah, I thought I guess. he was early forties. I don't know anybody under wrong. fifty seems young to me. So, <laughs> shit, that's a sign I'm getting too freaking old. We are old. Yeah, so we're all the shit. But well, I just my mind thinks I'm 27, so that's the problem. That's what your body is. What your body thinks that's mm-hmm. different. Uh, no, but that was cool. He was really happy about it. He uh, he enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. He was absolutely not expecting it. It was funny. He like I was looking at the pictures we took. I I took some pictures and saw that you, Susie, and and uh. And there's a picture where he's holding on to a switchblade. He was going to cut the cake with the switchblade. He was going to cut it with a switchblade. And I, I, I didn't post it, but I thought it was funny because obviously Gorgon, um, you know, is behind the VTX project. So, but I, I thought it was funny. He was cool. He was he was having a blast. So that was that was that nice. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. The only yeah. reason he didn't use that blade is because he touched it and he was like, "Feels like it might have been on a nitro." And I was like, "It was." <laughs> Yeah, the, the blade was the blade seemed a little disgusting, so I'm glad he didn't use it to cut the, the cake. But yeah, 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 it's funny. My bad. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, who else do we have that we saw there? Beast was there, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yes. I never met him personally. I only knew him from the Smack Talk stuff. But uh, I mm-hmm. I knew him when I saw him. I was like, that's freaking Beast. What's he doing mm-hmm. here? So. Yeah. Kula ya, kula ya, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Big things coming up. I love this dude. Listen, uh, I met Beast in 2005. I was flying a shit. That's 17 years ago. That's ridiculous. I was flying a logo. I had a logo 10 at the time. It was my first big electric helicopter. It was running NICAT batteries. Oh. And he, he came to Florida to. Uh, his kids. I think he has two girls, two daughters, and they live in Florida. I think they still live he, in Florida. Well, he had the boys with him there. Yeah, no, but he, then he's got. I don't remember, but anyway, he was in Florida. He used to come to Florida a lot, and uh, and we went to the Mulberry Fun Fly. Mulberry was like a big event in the town of Lakeland, same town. It's Mulberry is like right outside of Lakeland. It's the same town where they do, uh, you know, Sun and Fun. For the people that are into aviation, they know what Sun and Fun is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> used to be held in November um, every year for years and years. And he came and uh, um, I met him at Torches. And uh, he was with a group of guys, Bobby Smith and uh, Rodney Shatera, rest in peace, and a bunch of other guys. And we hit it off, man. And like, and I was really new and he was a good pilot. And uh and he really taught me a lot back in the day, a lot. Like, um, I had just gotten a Fury Tempest with a 90, uh, YS-91 at the time. And uh, he helped me with the setup. And, like, you know, obviously, the, these are fly-bar days, right? So everything mechanically has to be near perfect for it to fly well. And he helped me. Like, he taught me a lot. Like, he, I always, I always, I give him shit. I always say, like, dude, you're like my mentor, man. Like, you... You really taught me a lot way back in the day. But anyway, he has this super cool um, scale model, quad, quad blade helicopter. Um, and I don't, I don't know what that thing is called. Um, I, it, 
I don't know if it's like something that he's. I think he's designed because Beast is a pretty like he's a pretty smart dude. He can do a lot of design work. He does a lot of CNC stuff, and he doesn't do it in house, but he sends it off and has it cut and this and that. Anyway, this thing's running uh, four servos. Um, I think this is the second one. He got uh, he got a set of BK servos from us. Literally, um, the end of March, he got uh, he got four cyclics for the swash and two tails, two tail servos. And uh, I got some pics here that he sent me of like the internals of this thing, and it's not complete because he hasn't done the paint, and he wants to. I call them dildos. He wants to put the dildos inside, <laughs> the fake pilots and stuff, and, and, and the instrument panel and all that stuff. So he hasn't done that yet, but um, but it's fine. And it's, it, he let me fly. It was cool. It was cool. And I, I gave him a lot of shit. I'm like, why are you flying scale, dude? He's like, ah, oh, man, I cannot fly like 3D like you anymore. Like, I need to, like, this is relaxing, man. It's relaxing. So, yeah, it's cool. Hmm. But uh, cool. he's running four switch blades. And he was trying to like try different sets to see how they balance together. I'm like, dude, let me know. We can order like a matched set of four. Oh, really? I'm like, yeah, we can. It's fine. So anyway, he was struggling to try to match the blades, and uh, yeah, but he's a uh, he's a hustler with uh, with RC. Like he always tries to like do like cool different stuff. He's always been like that. Nice guy, sweetheart guy. He'd do anything for you. So yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool to see that helicopter. Like, cause uh, he's talked about it. He spent like I don't know a year building that thing, so oh, making his own parts and like, yeah, he likes that kind of stuff. He's enjoying that. Yeah, man, that's too much time to just for me. I wouldn't be but able you know, to do it. But you know, the skill guys, like you know, it's like you talk to what's this guy's name? Um, uh, I can't think of his name. Big skill guy. They they like. They love, like, to them, the build and the planning and, the you, you know, like, something as, as dumb as, like, like designing and, 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 and building somehow or manufacturing or, or designing, a, like, the instrument panel or something as dumb as that is, like, a big deal for them. Like, they enjoy that, the whole build process. Build I feel process. like... Right. I feel like the scale discipline involves as much of the build as it does the actual flying. Mm. But um, flying something like that and making it look scale is extremely difficult. You know, people think, oh, it's just fly for flight. No, if you want to make it look scale, you want to make it look real, like it's very, very difficult because it, it's hard. It's just it doesn't, you know, all it takes is a little, you know, cyclic input that's a little too much or whatever. And then now it looks kind of fake. You know what I mean? Like right. that, that's that's kind of cool. That is cool. I mean, to each their own, right? Everybody. That's the beauty of the hobby. Everybody has their own like interests and disciplines, and and uh, you know, sort of a part of the hobby that they're into. So right. that's true. Yep. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Well, very wow. cool. Yeah. Well, uh, as I think you mentioned earlier, Gooch, uh, there was around 150 people, and. Um, do you know how much was on the raffle table? I don't even know. I don't know. It was quite a few kids, though. Yeah. Because Bert and Susie, BK Hobbies, did, what, two kits plus other things, right? And I think 
Yeah, we did a set of servos set and servos. a RAW 580, and that was won by... No, uh, uh, RAW 580 was won by... Uh, I can't remember his name. Skinsky. Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. customer of ours. Skinsky I won, thought it was really... Won the really, 580, and yeah. then... Uh, yeah, it was really cool that he Leroy. won that. Uh, Leroy oh, Hall yeah, won yeah. The, uh, the Puma with the mm-hmm. set of BK servos. Yeah, and... Uh, um, yeah, I think it was... Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah, we donated to kids and sort of servos and some plates and some other stuff and swag. And uh, but there were a lot of prices. There were like, yeah. They, listen, these guys, they just go out of. So I, I, I just wanted to touch on that. If you guys, listeners, if you have not been to the Spring Fling, you have got to go. Because, like, like getting aside all the jokes about fear of heights and stuff like that i've traveled to like over 30 countries doing events nothing beats the spring fl- i'm not kidding this is how cool that like the venue the people uh you know the fact that you can eat their lunch and dinner if you want breakfast um, even breakfast even um the night flying the bonfire the the camping area the the showers and restrooms like the awnings throughout the power at the field like it, like there's nothing that beats the atmosphere and and the facilities that that the spring fling has to offer like so if you haven't been there you guys have to go because it's just it's one of the best events in the whole country by yeah. by far no question yeah and well attended too it's yep yeah yeah well attended. Well attended. Yeah. I think there was only one venue in the whole freaking world that I've been to in Argentina that was kind of like that, where they had a clubhouse, they cooked dinner every night, and they had like all these facilities. But like the Spring Fling is like the place to go if you're in the United States. If you're, especially if you're on the East Coast, I get it. If you're on the West Coast, of course you got to fly. It's a little bit more difficult. But if you're anywhere east of the Mississippi, you have got to go. You have to make the drive. And, and and or buy a ticket and go. Don't you guys agree though? Like yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was it was a blast. I had a blast with that. And every every time I've gone, it's the third time going. It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Kerry yeah, was like, he says he's like, dude, how could you be flying today? Because I f- literally flew uh, Monday, and he was like, how in the world? He's like, did you not get enough, you know, flights in? But for me, it was like it inspired me to want to fly, and uh, I was pumped up when I left. I was like, man, I got to go flying tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, you were getting a little bit shaky before the event. Shaky, like, yeah, a little bit. You're like, ah, you know, like I, you know, there's a lot going on, and now you're like, let's go fly. Let's like, do it. Yeah, who, who are you? And you mm. said it. You're like, yeah, no, being a spring fling really kind of gave me that shot in the arm to go back out there and yep. do it every day if I can. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've gone through periods, and Susie knows where I don't even want to look at a helicopter. And all it takes is for me to go on an event. That's it. That's all it takes. Right. Because there's something very contagious about, like, like seeing people enjoy the flying and hanging out. And, like, it, and then you watch people flying. You're like, oh, shit, I, you know, I could try that maneuver. Like, like I don't know. You just get, you, you get the bug again, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's very motivating, I guess you could say. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, cool. Is there anything else that we want to add to that? I do know that we did uh, meet, what was his name? Steven or Steve 
from uh, the Free Fall RC podcast um, yeah. Discord night, right? Yeah. He came yep. from Pennsylvania. Yep. And, he uh, was his first time event goer. Yeah. Was his, which is like, once again, is like a lot of some of the bigger events. Once you start with a big event, like I want to like, you know, slow him because to understand that if he goes to another event, it's going to be tough to beat Sprint Fling. Yeah, right. Know? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he, already. Yeah, he uh, he got on the chat uh, one of the nights before Spring Fling. So me and Eric jumped on there and said, because he was like, yeah, you know, what do I need to bring? I don't have a canopy. So we told him, like, just, just find out Eric or Gucci. And we got him set up, you know, with an area that he could charge. And I actually sat next to him kind of because he's never flown in a box. He's, you know, he works on a farm. He, uh, his parents have a farm. So all he knows is open space. So like I stood next to him one time and after that he was, he had a blast. I think every station, like he did not, he went through all the stations, like just watch people fly. It was pretty cool. So you shut out, come back. More, yeah. more fun flights. Absolutely. And of course, big thanks to Joe Reyes as well as uh, Casey um, mm-hmm. Campbell to uh, you know through through this event and anyone else who was involved. Um, help me out here if you guys know. Sal, 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 Sal Sal's kitchen. Yeah, hmm. um, Sal's the club president. Actually, he does a lot of work behind the scenes. Okay. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So big I had thanks the breakfast. To those guys. It was delicious. Did you? That bre- Yeah, the breakfast was good, man. Yeah. I had it every morning. Yep. I never tried it. I haven't either. I never tried it. I don't know why. I've been there for so many years, never tried it. Yeah. I'm not a breakfast kind of guy. I, mm-hmm. I prefer a Red Bull with vodka, but uh, next <laughs> First thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that from Gator. Not a good idea, though, yeah, by the yeah. way. Don't try it at home because. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, bad. Yeah, next to you, you got you to gotta, you know, take Gator with you, guys. Like, you need yeah, to... he's, he's been a few times with me, yeah. but. Uh, um, you know, Gator went through this hard time in his life, and he's thank God he's doing really well right now. So he wanted to go, but he had like commitments and like family stuff. Now his parents are traveling, like coming to Florida this weekend. He's had a lot recently, but uh, he might go next year. He might even go for the fall because, um, but I, not to undermine the mowdown, the fall mowdown. But I feel like the spring fling's always been like a little bit bigger, a little bit more fun. Yes. But but not to say the the mowdown is also a blast. Like I mean, that's kind of like I I don't know. I feel like those two events are like must do events to me. Yeah, the mowdown's like the diehards, mm-hmm. and then yeah. spring fling is a little bit more where you get you know a wider range. No. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. But it, it, but it varies though. I've been to mowdowns that are just as packed as spring flings. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I think the weather plays a huge role. You know, mm. that event could have like beautiful weather, like we had. I mean, sure, it was windy or whatever. Like Manny was complaining about the wind as he always <laughs> does, but, but it was beautiful weather, right? But it could be a wash and a complete disaster. So I think that. Because there's so many people that live in that area, like in the mid, the, the, the what, what do you call it, the Atlantic, the, the mid-Atlantic, sort of northeast, that are, you know, or like even you, Kevin. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people that live within like an eight-hour to whatever, six to ten-hour drive from there mm-hmm. that like, you know, when you see the weather, like, forecast being a wash on a Wednesday, you just don't go. 
right? Right. Um, so it's it's really, uh, you know, people like us, we plan on it. You know, we're farther away. It's like, okay, we're committed. We're going, you know, unless it's a complete disaster, like 100% chance of rain every day. Otherwise, we go. But a lot of people pull the plug if the weather's not perfect. So it's it's very dependent on weather. But I've seen fall events that are huge. Um, I think there was one year when it was 180. Wow, that was huge. 180 pilots in the fall. Yeah, it's yeah, it could it could be big. Yeah, so it's it's all relative, you know. So, mm-hmm. but you know, it's the same the same feel, the same sort of event, you know. Um, yeah, the weather is almost if it's nice and sunny, it's almost the same as what we just what we just lived this past weekend. Like it, it's the same temperature range, you know. It's about the same. So, yeah, Very yeah, cool. yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add, Gooch? No, I think we're good. All right. Man. Yeah. I Definitely hit up again. Spring Fling. Can we do it again, like, this coming weekend? Right? Like, yeah. Oh, drag the camper. Oof. <laughs> oh, never. You got to come up, Chris. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm working, but we can try. <laughs> all right. Yep. Memorial, all Day. Memorial, Memorial Day event. Mm. In Florida? Florida? In Florida, yeah. I oh. heard a bird told me. A bird told you? Mm-hmm. I think uh, you're right. Bird, not right. bird, but a bird. A bird told you? <laughs> a bird told nice. me. Nice. Yeah, a bird. Uh, That's funny. All right. Awesome. Well, let's close it out and wrap it up. And um, just want to say thank you so much to uh, Bert and Susie for coming on. I'm not giving you thanks, Chris, because you'll be back. So. Yeah, it'll happen again. Yeah, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you very much. For you guys coming on. Uh, Bert, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that? So they can go to my Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash BertRC. Um, they can go to my Instagram page, which is Instagram, I think is Bert, just Bert, uh, Bert underscore Camerer, Camerer, K-A-M-M-E-R-E-R. Um, or they can email me at Bert, B-E-R-T at Camerer dot name, N-A-M-E. All right, perfect. All right, and if you would like to get in touch with us here at the Helihead Show, you can reach us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear uh, from you if you have show ideas or if you want to come on the show, let us know. And uh, Gooch, what, we, what else we got? Well, also, don't forget to like our Facebook and follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. And a review on iTunes would kind of help us every now and again to fill in some time so we'll be more than happy to read it out loud if we need to all right on. then moving on chris you got the next spot i here. mean you're a host what chris else? you want to do it oh yeah yeah i'll, I'll go ahead uh, just do a <laughs> shout out to all the other heli podcasts and video personalities out in the hobby and stuff like that and especially the new maximum collective podcast, podcast with greg yeah. rangel and gregor and steve o'connor I do want to stop for a moment and give a huge uh, thanks and shout out to Bill Ann uh, for all the video covers that he was doing. Um, it was it was a lot more than just videoing uh, flights. Um, there mm-hmm. were some things that uh, me and Gooch and, and Steve Yoon were involved in. And, uh, yep. and there was even things beyond that. I mean, Ben and uh, Steve did an additional video. And um, so be, looking, be on the lookout for that. It was some very cool stuff. And, um, yeah, so big thanks to you, Bill, because, I mean, I know you pretty much dedicated your, your weekend to that. I don't know if he ever flew, 
uh, I know he brought something with him, but I'm pretty sure he was behind the camera almost the entire time. So uh, big thank you to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Gooch, hit us with your parting words. What you got? All right. Hashtag 2023 spring fling or bust. Or 2022 mow down, same place, always a good time. Heck yeah. Hashtag Puma 2022. I'm not even going to say just one power setup, 12S. <laughs> I really think 7S. It's meh. Uh, hashtag I'm starting to fight like skids. And yes, I crashed that Kraken 580 Nitro like skids. Mm-hmm. Hashtag <laughs> spring is in the air, just send it. When it it's is. above 50 degrees. And then hashtag party till 4 a.m. No thanks. Once again, it was 4.30 when I went to bed on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Chris, you got anything, buddy? You guys, you got some? Yeah, do it. Oh, I, I just got one. I just got one. Hashtag F-A-A-A-C-K. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we like it. <laughs> Cholo, what you got? I'm going to do uh, hashtag squatty potties for the win. Oh. <laughs> then what else do I got? Um, hashtag broads in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. Oh, and uh, hashtag <sighs> I think we just became best friends, Kevin. I think so. I think so. Mm. I'll take it. All right, we've got uh, hashtag if it flies, it dies, or D solders. Uh, we've got hashtag 12 a.m. is my limit. Yep. We've got mm-hmm. hashtag if you crash enough, there's no need for maintenance. Mm-hmm. And then shout out to my boy Cholo, hashtag mm-hmm. right angle equals hot snakes. <laughs> oh, my <Jesus> <laughs> oh my lord. All right, let's get out of here. We got hashtag proham fister. We'll see you guys next time. This has been episode number 70. And uh, again, thank you to Bert and Susie. We'll see you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Explain that, Chris. I'm still recovering. So when I was telling him about the squatty potty, I was like, after you eat and you get the hot food, you're going to be cutting hot with squatty potty at the right angle. So now you've got hot snakes coming out of the toilet at you. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) So terrible. Fuck. I did that. Yeah. Fuck. I, I, I hope that Manny doesn't get pissed because we gave him a lot of shit. I think he'll be fine. He's a trooper. He's he'll be fine. It's, oh he, yeah. He'll be okay. We'll just yeah. have not to buy him dinner at least one time. He'll he'll. Yeah, that's gonna help a lot, right? No shit. <laughs>
Especially the part about send him a send him a gift card. <laughs> send him he, a- will love, he will love you for that. He's that might piss him that off. That might piss him yeah. off. Nah, he's a trooper. He's fine. He can take it. He can take it. Yeah, he's now he's no baby. Nah, he can take it. It's all good. And things like that, and see if you could, if that's something you hear the dog. That was not me. It was not me, Cholo. Scott is back on the show. I thought <laughs> holding on to Susie's holding on to Murphy, and he's like within three, two feet of the microphone, and he just makes those noises. Freaking dumb. Awesome. Dog. <laughs> not this guy. Mm-hmm. At least nope. I won't be able to smell every fart you did on the way home. Mm hmm. See, that's what I was going to say. Like, half the stuff we talked about and we did was us fucking around where it's like, is it radio friendly? <sighs> Let's, uh, I tell you what, before you go into it, leave a little pause so I can remove it if need be. Okay. And then we'll see how Bert and Gooch respond to it. Cause I, think everything, I think everything's radio friendly as long as it's... Uh, I don't know. You might have to soften it a little bit. Well, yeah. Do it with taste. Do it with taste. That's the problem is there was taste she, involved. Yeah, she could, <laughs> she could taste it. 